This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Everybody, what's up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. If you guys are watching on sports, get on the replay three hours early. You get us at midnight, Hi. 9 p.m. Pacific time. Last night, first time for that. Very cool. I was yeah. like, wow, it's 9.30. I can watch us on TV. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Threw us on Sports Grid. It's phenomenal. So high Sports Grid, live on Twitter and YouTube, on the Props.com YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com slash PropsUS. On the BVB Twitter account at Boston versus the book. If you're a newbie watching on Sports Grid, go follow that account. You can always watch the show live or go on YouTube and be a part of the live chat. We'll throw that up on the screen at some point during the day today. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, Dave Sherapan, the book. Happy Election Day, Dave. How are you? Good, man. Raining over here on this part of town. Uh, weather outside is frightful. It's it's windy. It's all of that. Um. It's good, but it's 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 crazy. Uh, little Kendall's at home today. Uh, no school, so we're no school. No school. No school. I asked her. I didn't know. I I, I came outside this morning after finishing the show back. Her school must be used as a election place. She said it's election day. I don't have school. I that said, must be why. Yeah. Okay. Because oh. I was at Vasiliadis up by me when I voted this morning, uh, and no one was there. So I was like, do they have school today? I was like, they must have school today. So they just yeah, have, they I clear it off. Clark, I don't know if Clark County has school today, period. I don't oh. know. Yeah, I think, Clark that? County, I think Clark County might be all off today. Because it's weird. When I dropped Madeline off for school today, like I would say there were like half the kids there normally. Are you sure she even has school today, Matthew? Yeah, I'm positive. Because I mean, we dropped. They they had choir practice this morning. Madeline doesn't have a voice, so I tried to talk mm-hmm. her into it. When I drove, I drove Julia and Madeline to school at or to choir practice, which is at seven fifteen in the morning. Madeline wouldn't go. She's like, I can't talk. I'm not going to go sing. I'm not going to school. So I dropped off Julia and Madeline, and I went to Dunkin' Donuts to get breakfast, and then I drove her back to school and dropped her off at eight o'clock like normal. But oh. the number of kids that were there, Madeline looked at me and she was like do I have school today? And I was like, yeah. She's like, where is everybody? I was like, it's a good question. So I wonder how many parents kept their kids home from school because the other, because Clark County, she goes to a different school, he goes right. to a, charter, a charter school. So I wonder if Clark County, that's why all the kids in the neighborhood are off. Better hope yeah. she has school. Otherwise she's hanging out at school without <laughs> school. Right school. Now. Yeah, she has okay. school. All right. She'll be home later today. So it's just a weird, it's, it's a funky day. And then the weather here is going to oh. for people who are going to vote after work, it's why I wanted to do it before the show because the weather is going to be absolutely horrible. I was going to take Madeline with me, but then I looked at the weather report and I was like, you know what? I'm not making my kid who is already dealing with a cold and has no voice stand outside in the cold and the rain. You know, she'll hate voting. Soft. <laughs> so you got to toughen these kids up. It's not that big a deal. I mean, we did what it. What are you talking about? Yeah, we Get did Get outside. It. The first Get time outside. I went to vote with my father, I think I was probably 12 or 13 years old. 
And my dad worked in politics, still does work in politics and had worked at the state house. I was like eight, nine, 10 years old running around in the state house of Massachusetts and, you know, running the, the people in the office. He worked for a state senator, still does now in Vermont, works for a state senator, works in the tax department up there in Vermont. And like, that's my exposure was always through like positive things with, with politics and politics, positive things with voting. So I want to make sure that Madeline gets a proper, you know, she'll enjoy it. It is really important. Just I mean, get her out to the bus stop and go to school. That's there the, is no bus right. for her school. There's no bus for my kid's school. Yeah. We always live too close to the school too. There's no, there's no bus. Although now Kendall rides a bus. She likes it. We go to the bus stop. We do the whole thing. I mean, nice. I, I walked a half a mile to get to the bus stop. When I was Wow. School. It was ridiculous. Before wow. we begin, yes. got to shout out two people. One, Sonic, who's yes. always here in the chat. He's always tweeting. He tweeted out that the show was airing on last Sports night. last night at uh, 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern. I got three texts from people back east that said, did you guys actually bump Pat McAfee? Like, <laughs> I said, no, we had nothing to do with that. Well, that wasn't that. What they, was nice. what they moved us up and two people said they had never seen a show. They said, wow, that show looks great. I really enjoyed it. You know, I was getting texts all the way to the end. So nice. they started watching it around 1230 and watched it till almost 2 a.m. until they fell asleep. So that was fun to see. Thank you, Sonic, for retweeting that boys if you see it and watch it and retweet it or post it somewhere take a picture and post it on twitter we'll retweet all of it all of it really yeah. appreciate it all and two shout out to livy she's in fremont nebraska right now at school all right i coached her oh okay there we go okay i was gonna say like, fremont is where all my friends are from <laughs> that's where she's at she's okay. at school at fremont and she's fremont the quarterback nebraska. or the receiver the receiver receiver okay. the receiver kelsey was the quarterback and um i told her she was downstairs with the kids and she was on the phone i said do me a favor live get you and your teammates on youtube right now watch the show live i will shout you out i won't tell anybody that you're on the path to gaining that freshman 15 because I know you're oh, not that's, because you're working out. What are you I doing? can't wait to see you when you come home for Thanksgiving. You better be nice when you come over to house. Um, just so you know, do you know what the low temperature in Fremont, Nebraska is going to be on Friday morning? Uh, I mean, these kids are there. You're going to tell them it's going to be what? Please tell me it's going to be like what? 20? 11. 11? Livy's never been in 11. High of 33, low of 11. Tomorrow, this high. is Nebraska day. Oh, Tomorrow, no. the high is 74. Wednesday, oh, no. 74. Thursday, 57. Wind and rain. The system comes through. On the back end of the system is Arctic cold. 33, 35, 37 highs. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 11. 13 and 16, the lows. <laughs> mm, I told you I just in November, wait till, wait till February hits. Oh my God. Libby, I have I never been cold. Long underwear. I hope you brought that, that, that under armor stuff that keeps you warm when you thought it was cold here. Cause you ain't seen cold yet. That's a three day span. High 74. They play with your mind and let it you rains. get in the middle 55 then 33 for a high and 11 for a low. You wake up and your car is rock solid. Like literally nothing wants to turn on. It's Libby so and all you West Coast kids, 
get the ice scraper now. Go. If you don't have one in your car, make sure you got all the fluids filled because you ain't ready for what's coming on Friday. You just ain't ready for it. I'm telling you. Right you're, well, make sure the air, the air in your tires as well. Because oh, it goes from 74 cool. to 11. <laughs> it's the flake gate, gate 2.0 in your car. Oh, <laughs> Ideal gas law becomes part of your life very quickly. And all of a sudden, all the lights are on in your car. And you're like, what is going on? And I cannot tell you how I do. Not, I love Omaha, but I do not miss that. I don't miss the first ridiculous, awful Arctic blast. When you get hit with it the first time, you're just mm. like, because it impacts the football games coming up. I don't know if the Huskers are at home or not this weekend, but if they are, it's a big difference when you're outside at Memorial Stadium going to a game. Tailgating sucks when it's 11 degrees. You're bundled up. You're wearing earmuffs. You're wearing hats in five layers, and you're still cold. You get those like things at the gas station, that those little crack things you stick inside of your gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, those, like, good for like heaters. 10 minutes. Yeah. 15 it's, minutes. The worst. And then you and then you're rubbing them like 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 you're rubbing sticks together. Like, please get warm yeah. again. Please, please get warm again. I can't feel it. So I became a pro at Penn State. Always dress for the second half if you go to those games. You might be a little little hot in the beginning while the sun's still up, but if you've got any sign of darkness, it's getting dark so early, too. By the way, I hate that in addition to everything else. You gotta dress for the second half. Stay bundled up. Mary and her husband, Tom, behind me in line. Mary, Penn State graduate, wouldn't tell me the year. She's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not telling you what year I graduated Penn State. Older, older gentleman, amazing head of white hair. She was awesome in line. We were trading war stories. I was oh. next with Julie, who was an Ole Miss graduate, who was talking to me like crazy about oh. LSU in Arkansas this weekend. And then oh. she thinks Ole Miss is going to smack Nick Saban around. All, she's all excited. She goes, oh, she goes, you're in getting you're you're in betting. She's like, what are my odds for Ole Miss to win the game outright against Alabama on Saturday? <laughs> give her the money line. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, let me look. I was pull up my app. We're like, we're, we're looking at it. It's I, I was making friends, talking to a woman, didn't catch her name, but she was from South America. Her English was okay, but she was an American citizen. And she was like, you know what? She's like, in my country, where I'm from in South America, they install people to be leaders. In this right. country, we vote. And I will vote. I'm an American citizen. I'm very proud of this. And I was like, that's phenomenal. It's like, the kids need to hear you. This is great. Right. You're an immigrant. You're coming in here, standing out here first thing in the morning. You're out here with all of us. So it was fun. I was talking Penn State football this morning, talking LSU football this morning. Who's she like? Did she like anybody in the game? Which one? The, the South American? The American. The she she said she didn't like anybody. She just sounded like you. She's like, she's like, I was talking to my Ohio friends all the time about how the Michigan game was just a fluke and our defense stunk and that we were going to get payback for what happened at Michigan. And she said in that fourth quarter, she's like, I had to shut it off. She's like, I got, I got, she, I got so mad. I couldn't watch any more of it. I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter, but that was just pathetic. That yeah, so was great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my co-host feels the same way. Can oh, you so can you bad. bet on voting? Just out of curiosity. Offshore, yes, offshore. The, <laughs> oh, there's this, yes. This is a monster, monster oh. thing. There, if the books could take it, the books would take it tomorrow. It's the yeah, number it's, of people who it's got to be illegal, right? They can't like. It's 100 percent illegal. It's it's really in the United States. In the United States, US, offshore, yeah. it's completely legal, and it's they do a insane handle. And when when it was Trump <laughs> and Hillary. That's when the live betting became the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Live betting. Oh, and those numbers were insane. They were so oh, wrong because Trump went hilarious. from the favorite at the close of 
voting to a big dog and everybody hammered Trump and then he wound up winning and he it cleaned up because people were betting on Trump before the public was on Hillary pros were going to call it pros versus Joe's they were on Trump and then it was in while the count was going oh, on, the man. odds were changing in real time, like a like a football game. That's too much. You had live in-game betting going on for elections. That was um, – so I got a, a buddy who used to work in town. Uh, his name's Rafael Esperanza. You can find him on Twitter. He's doing the odds for a joint offshore okay. for political odds. So he does state Senate – seats he's doing like and and we actually spoke a couple weeks ago he also had a stroke it's a it's a or no he has afib i'm sorry he's the afib guy okay so he has afib i have afib so we try to motivate each other to get walking and stay active because as long as you stay active and you take your medicine you can live a normal life um so we check in every once in a while he said to me you know dave this is this is crazy with this, what could go on, but won't, it won't ever be allowed in the United States. It's going to take a long time because you want to talk about manipulation, P. Ralt. You could know, or you could affect these well, numbers. Because, yeah, because the reporting comes in, the way the reporting is done, the media is embargoed in certain races to not say what's going on until Correct. the polls close. So Correct. you technically could have data coming in that shows you an upset's coming and you're like, Oh my gosh, this County just reported. This is a you know a red County. It's gone, you know, 92% red. That's that number's huge. The right. Republicans going to win. It's going to be an upset. And then it's not reported until the polls close. So you're on that election desk. You have that information. You're sending text messages, hammer, whoever. <laughs> and you yeah, come in and just do it. It's it's not like, you know, and Whitrock came in and said, are we going to talk about uh, the UFC stuff? I mean, we kind of addressed it a little bit. No, yesterday. we didn't talk really- about it. We, you and I talked about it off air. We didn't talk about it on air. I, I, I you know, I think it's you can say what you you not saying who you talked to. But I, I think after hearing what you did some research on it and it sounds like it's being a little bit overblown. Correct. It is. And I think we'll all it'll all come to fruition. I don't like James Krause. I mean, J- James Krause betting as a coach to me is really wrong and had him doing a betting podcast as a host is wrong, regardless of he's, you know, on the up and up and did nothing wrong. The look of it is horrific. And it involved the second I saw that it involved a James Krause fighter. I went, oh, my gosh, of all right. the fighters that could have to could involve. It involves the one dude who is publicly out there giving betting advice. Right. And so I that frustrated me a lot. Bad look. So, yeah. It's a, ba- it's a bad look. But the more important thing that I think you said, and I've seen other people say, is that UFC guys are fighting. There's too many fights. There's too many things. And there, there's guys that are hurt going into the ring hurt. And they have to do it because they don't get paid otherwise. They can't back out of a fight. So – because somebody knows just so you guys hurt. know how fighters get paid, they get paid for show and pay for wins. So oftentimes the standard UFC contract is 10 and 10 for TJ Dillashaw, who went into that fight with a busted shoulder and ended up having the Aljamain Sterling fight. It came out. He was basically paid a half a million dollars to show up. It'd be a half a million dollars if he won. So it's a huge amount of money just for getting in the octagon for one second hurt or not. So fighters are going into the octagon to get their paydays. 
knowing that they're injured in there? And then why is the commission, why are the doctors clearing these fighters to fight if there is a known injury going in? The mm. inside information is the problem because the, you know TJ knew he was hurt. The coaches knew he was hurt, but right. he could move the elbow, move the arm enough to prove to a doctor that, hey, I'm fine. I'm good. Well, unless you go through a full body scan, which they don't take, you don't know the labrum's torn. So th th this is all jelly. So he got into a lock with Aljamain Sterling and poop pops right out. And that was the end of the fight. So same thing with this questionable fight. Guy had a busted leg. One minute in, goes down, hurt, fight over. Done. He knew. Coaches knew. Betters, some people knew. And that's the problem. When they know ahead of time, these guys, because the UFC and Mine ESPN. went from $2 or 220 to close at some places at 420 Yep. Zoom. Somebody knew. Right. Somebody had an idea that this was somebody happening. knew. So that problem, that's the issue when it comes to fighters in the UFC contract with ESPN. There's a card every weekend. <laughs> every literally. Right. I mean, yes. literally, there's yes. a card every weekend and so, 10 fights. So talk about how many fighters are on the card. And some of these fighters are five and five, five thousand to show five thousand to win, which is nothing. It doesn't even pay for your camp. Like, it doesn't pay your rent. Like it's nothing. That's so, it. Yeah, that's why there's an audience right now for Jake Paul. Jake Damn. Paul has an audience because he's saying UFC fighters at the highest level, there is no minimum for what these fighters have to make because there's not a union. Because it's all for yourself. You're all independent contractors. You all have your own deal with the company and you're paid fighter by fighter. There's no baseline. Right. Where in right. the UFC, or sorry, sorry, I mean, I mean in, in the NBA or the NFL, you know, $700,000 to be an NFL football player. That's the minimum. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's the rookie deal. Yeah, rookie contract. So the, yeah. the, the highest league in fighting is the UFC. And yet there are fighters who are making nothing while the company is worth $5 billion. So that's why Jake Paul is coming out saying, I want to start a union. I want to start, you know, a fund that will help support fighters and let them train, you know, basically bankroll them. Mm -hmm. To be able to not have to worry about paying for rent. And, you know, I've known UFC fighters here in town. They have two, three jobs while they're training. You know, it's not like, it's not easy to do. It's, but no, it's a hard, it's a hard life. I, I, I told you that I coached uh, Frank Mir's daughter. So I got to watch Frank, you know, towards the end there and watch him fight and training. And um, I mean, and Frank was getting beat up at the end a lot. I mean, he's taking a lot of shots and stuff. I mean, come to the field, I was like, oh, Frank, how are you doing this? Like, you know, we couldn't even fist bump after one of the fights. He couldn't move his hand. It was just his hand was all just swollen up and beat up. Broken. And I was like, man, this is, this is such a hard life. I don't know. He's at the top. Frank Mir. I mean, that was one of the best heavyweights of all time. Right. And that's. Uh, Think about the guys who are not Frank Mir. Right. Like, go, go down, 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 down. That's, that's the problem. That's the, the difference. So We've just one. A lot of people here watching this, guys. If you're watching this now, like it. Thank you. You know, you guys in Fremont, Nebraska, get ready for the cold, but hit the like button before you get out and do whatever it is you're doing today. Thank Enjoy you the weather now. Next two days. Enjoy it. <laughs> This Friday, it's not going to be fun. Enjoy, enjoy the 70 degree tomorrow, weather. 74 tomorrow. Now, enjoy now is that like sports. the last time you see it until March? No, or mm -hmm. it just comes and goes there, right? There's no rhyme or reason. The weather in the plains is so difficult because of that exact. It, it can be 75 in January. 
I mean, it's stupid. I mean, it just it just matters whatever the jet stream's doing. It's it's wonky as heck. If you get Texas, you'll get Texas weather and you'll get Montreal weather in the same week. I had a calendar year in Omaha, temperature-wise, not what it feels like, temperature of 110 and negative 10 in the same calendar year. That's brutal. Like we get, we get 112 or 115 and, and we get as low as 28. I mean, that's you rarely. Can't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we dip that's 28 like twice and twice, three times a winter. Yeah. We'll in a calendar down. year though, yeah. it qualifies. Yes. But that's, you were negative 10 and as high as one. That's brutal. That's, that's. I, and then you add the humidity and the wind chill. So the wind chill of negative 10 makes it feel like negative 40, which by the way, I guess in our friends in Western Canada, the air temperature is negative 22 today. <laughs> what? Yeah. In Western Canada. Negative 22 Fahrenheit. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, so, son. Yeah. It's right now. All of our friends in Canada would be like, Oh, I'll take 11. Give me 11. <laughs> like 11 you're degrees. watching this show right now and put it in the chat, what your temperature is Ooh. where you're watching it. If it's in Western Canada, I like it. I, 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 I love it when people do that. Cause on the chat screen just goes, <laughs> it just, yeah. but I mean, there can't be that many that low, but just, I mean, just put where you're at and what your temperature is. I almost want to see if we can get them a hat. Uh, it, the, <laughs> they need a beanie we need to create bvb beanies i'm on it i'm on it for the winter okay. i'm on it that's it right. that's a great idea that's a good idea that's yep. a, bvb beanies yeah you get one of those i'll wear it for sure it'll be fun hell yeah get right. them in pink too because the girls will wear madeline will wear it for no sure doubt oh seconds. i'm on it i'm on it yeah I'm matt ferris 64 and rain in vegas yeah we're, we're good matt <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. 64 and raining. I think we're okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody in, in, in Canada is going to feel for us at the moment and be like, yeah, you guys, 76 in Texas. Yes. Did Addison just come and say 666 six, six of hell? <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Seriously. Yeah. Come on, Addy. Come on. Fort Wayne at 53. Shorts Damn. and a t shirt for Matt Bonvi. That's Bonvi. Roginator, 54. Balmy. I mean, shorts in Ontario. What What is the is temperature a, in Ontario then? Is there a I place mean, called Washington, Iowa? Wa- Are you yes. familiar with this? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's where Roginator's at. Washington, Iowa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some very interesting towns, like very popular named towns in Iowa. Okay. That you're like, oh, I've heard of that town before, but it's in Iowa. <laughs> you're like, oh, <laughs> different type. Not, there's not, a, there, there's a, Maya, a Miami, Ohio, which we will talk about later. I just found that out. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, Miami, Ohio. Yeah, That's Virginia fifty-eight better. sports weather. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's football weather. I mean, it's but negative is negative. That's 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 cold, 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 cold. Um, real quick, this one yep, political thing I, I I want to hit on before we're done. Yep. Prediction one, two, or none. California sports betting bills zero. Both lose. Today. Absolutely well, easy. You could if we could bet that. That's the best bet of the day. That would they, be a B squared. So 27 has no chance in your mind. 26 Zero. has been dead forever, but 26, 27 is dead too. Dead. Wow. Is that a good thing? Um, For the industry? Well, the tweet I read this morning from a guy that we know uh, that it allows the story to be told and for companies to keep cash on hand longer than having to go out there and pay the hundred million dollar oh. or the license fee. It buries if it passes, it buries a lot of the companies. That's the last hurrah. And then the the big wigs, 
the big ones will survive. Yes. Because they keep getting some money. I don't know how they're getting it. I honestly don't. When you look at the stocks and you look at the other stuff. Um, so for the overall health of the industry, yes, it's a good thing that it didn't pass. For the advertising people that took the money for the past year to defend it, it's a great thing because they get to do it all over again. Two years. This is a dream. Like this is they want both to lose. Like they would, they want to do it all over again. It's, it's a half a billion dollars on either side being spent. It's the, the, the amount of money. I can't, I just wrap your head around that for a second. Um, for the big ones, the big books that were hoping to get it passed and were able to pay that. No, it's not a good thing for them because it is because I saw that same tweet and them ability to keep cash on hand. It, they won't say it, but that is a good thing for them. But it doesn't eliminate the competition as much as quickly as it would have had it passed. Because there will be books that will make the mistake that feel like we have to get to California. We have to get that volume. We have to pay whatever price they're charging. And then it might end them. I mean, you want to talk about, it did a show today. This morning with Teddy and, and Prez on, on Wager talking stuff, they asked me about Mattress Mac ending or affecting the quarters for some books. Caesars is writing a $30 million check. And Teddy said, I read articles or you know posts that that actually affects the quarter. And I said, what did you think it was going to do? $30 million is a lot of money. That's a hit for every book that, that lost to him more than a million dollars. So... These things, yes, to, to answer your question, it affects everything. Um, and it ultimately, I think it's a good thing it didn't pass. Uh, how do you say Paragiodakis? Geodakis? Uh, I got it right here. Hold on. You wrote it out phonetically, right? I wrote it out phonetically. I can't find my sheet where I wrote it out. Johnny, Johnny P. Paradudakis? No, I'm going to screw Geodakis? it up. Yeah. Johnny, put it in the put it in the chat. Exactly how to <laughs> Anyways, say it. I can't find my shit. I got a mess. He, he tagged me in a tweet that next Netflix is now exploring going after sports leagues and streaming rights. Wall Street Journal is reporting that this morning. I saw that fly by in the chat. Um, that makes sense, does it not? Look, I canceled Netflix last week. I haven't watched it in months. Well, we're There's busy. I used no. to watch it all the time, but we're there's doing nothing on there. And making there's, calls. There's nothing on there. Netflix, there's nothing on there. Stranger Things was the only thing I'd watched. If that comes back again, then I'll watch it. It's they like have the documentaries. Don't you like the documentaries? There's some good documentaries. I don't watch stuff. No? Yeah, okay. I don't watch documentaries. I I, I oh, watch okay. I watch shows. I mean, so like oh, okay. you know, like like Hulu kept me for a couple of their shows, but. I mean, I've said it before. If you took every streaming service and got rid of everything, Disney Plus is all I need, and I'm good. That's good. Sure. The Disney Plus, the Disney Plus bundle, where I have Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN. You give me those three, I'm good. Like, take whatever right. you need. I don't need anything else. It's just, I, I, I'm a huge Star Wars geek, so I watch all the Star Wars stuff. So I'm all into that. So I, right. I, I love watching Disney Plus. My kid loves all the movies that come out on Disney Plus. So I got same, that for her. Same so that, over here. So same. that works. And then I need ESPN Plus for the UFC fights. So I've got you. I got ESPN Plus for that. And then Hulu's got any movie that I want to rent. Buy it on Hulu. Whatever. 
So right. it's that that's the problem for the competition is so heavy right now that going after sports leagues would be smart. I think for Netflix, you need to figure out a way because Amazon works. They saw Amazon do it and they're like, okay, it's working. It's I've been saying it for years in the book and I would come home and say it all the time as we started to DVR stuff and not watch it live. Sports is the last thing left that we watch live in the world. In the world. It's hard to get people to go to movie theaters now. And that's not live. That's just to get their captive attention for two to two and a half hours. You got to give me a real reason to go to a theater now. I, I need a real popcorn? good reason. Popcorn's not popcorn, good not, not a good enough reason. I can make it at my house. I, I, I need like Put the milk duds on the popcorn. I could get you in a theater. Maybe no, no, I need like an amazing Marvel movie. I need an amazing, st- like I need a reason why I need the big screen. And like, there are certain movies that like, there's an event. I'll go to a, a theater with Madeline three to four times a year. Right. Just because it's a cool thing to do. It's different yes. than being at home. You go out the smells and the sounds and you're sitting in the big comfy chairs now and the whole reclining and they've made it. I mean, theaters have done really a good job of making it feel like your living room. It's just more expensive to do it. Right. But, you know, the, the reserve seating is huge. The sound the, don't help you like this. It does. But thing? I mean, I got, I got a pretty decent sound system in my house. So like it's, I, I got a sound bar and I got surround sound speakers and like, I got some pretty good sound, a big, you know, 16 inch TV and whatnot. So it's not like I'm watching it on my phone, but uh, I like going to theater. It's just, it's just not something I do consistently. And right. we, we tend to go for like, I, I, I know the next time I'll go that, that movie, that stranger things movie, strange world that's coming out on the 23rd of November, Madeline and I will go to that. We'll go to that in the theater. Cause okay. she's been Lyle, Lyle, the Lyle, Lyle, the crocodile. She was counting down days for that. She was all about that movie. Couldn't wait to mm-hmm. watch that. And then mm-hmm. now this strange world movie, like whenever she sees something like she likes looking forward to things. So so yeah, we'll, we'll go see it in the theater and we'll throw it throw it forward. But it's it's tough. I mean, it's going to be more and more movies are going to come out on streaming services simultaneously, along with you know they'll put it out at the same time movies and on your streaming service HBO Max or on Disney Plus or whatever, and you know you pay the per month rate. I mean Netflix. I was paying twenty dollars a month for Netflix and I wasn't using it. Right. I was like, this is dumb. This is like, yeah. I, I don't need this. So I, I got rid of it. And I, I liked I, the only show I watched recently. I did watch the Karate Kid rerun, the Cobra Kai thing. Yeah, I watched that, but it got to be season six and it got boring. They just kept on doing it because I feel like they had to keep it going for whatever reason because people were watching it. But the storyline got boring and it got played out. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. So I, I just canceled it. I think Netflix is worried. I think a lot of people are doing what I just did. Just cancel it. You're like, I don't need this. This is not something I'm, I'm watching. And you know, I don't need to be going through. I think at one time I was paying for like seven streaming services at once. So why? It's too much. I just want yeah. to watch a movie and get engrossed in it and then be done with it. Like I, but it's hard I mean, to we, make that commitment. But with sports, sports, I know Sunday night football is going to be on every Sunday night at five o'clock. I'm going to turn on my TV. I'm going to watch it live. I don't watch that later. I don't no. like watching Nor sports knowing the outcome. So it's hard. I'll do it for teams. I used to do it for teams I covered. Like when I was covering, like for Creighton basketball, right? So I would watch the game live and then I would go back and watch the game again. Oh, I do that all the time. If I record, I like, yeah, because you, you miss stuff live. 
Yeah, and but just to see what because you know what the outcome. You're no yeah, longer it's not drama anymore. Now you're analyzing right. it for who made a mistake, who made the right, right. play, yeah. and did, was the referee right with the call? You know, did the coach panic in the moment? Like you just break it down and, and, do, and do film study on it. But yeah, I'm with you. Watching something when I already know the outcome of it for not for sort of fun. No, that's not fun at, at all. You know who also is not having fun? The Lakers. They <laughs> lost by 23 points last night. LeBron, LeBron didn't even play. 23 points. Yeah. Utah Jazz are 9-3 ATS. They became the first team in the NBA to get to nine wins ATS last night. They were seven-point favorites, too, and it moved. It, it went seven and a half in places. I mean, that's one of those ones where they're trying to get you to take the Lakers, and you just know. I mean, that team is that team is caca. Been saying it all along. I mean, I, again, we're not LeBron, always right. Who who is harder to watch at this stage in their career? LeBron, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady? Three all-time greats. Well, that's a good three. Question. Three teams that suck. I would rank them. For me, it's Aaron Rodgers. Me too. Yeah. Tom Brady. And LeBron, because LeBron can still do stuff like individually. He can still yeah. play. Like, I feel like you could put LeBron on a Warriors and enjoy watching LeBron play basketball again. He ain't got no teammates. I mean, and he's not. But like, I like, I mean, Rogers has a lot left in the tank, and I feel like he's wasting away. Brady's arm is still really good, but Brady won a championship two years ago. So I'm kind of like, yeah, on Brady with the Bucks. Right. And I know LeBron did as well, but. LeBron, because of basketball's five players versus 11, the way the game is played, watching LeBron go through the motions for the next couple of years is going to be pretty tough. Because there's going to be some kids who are going to watch LeBron for the first time and not have any idea what 25-year-old LeBron was like in the NBA. I don't know, man. It's just it's, it's, how dominant he was. so long. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, longest. I mean, that's why it's points I mean, and rebounds and everything else. Numbers and minutes he did played it with and, Cleveland without help for a while. Yep. At twenty five, like he did it in his twenties, he didn't do it in his almost forties. The league is so much better. Yeah, especially the West. Like, there's no break. There's no break. Yeah, Utah was projected to be one of the worst teams in the West. They traded everybody this and that, and that, like you said, they're nine and three, and went and kicked their asses um there's no defense being played i said it when ham took that job i'm like would you want that job the laker job is not a good job wow you're you know the coach in the los angeles lakers it is a good job just not a good team that job sucks it does but everyone knows he's not going to have a tough time like this it, the, the stink of the lakers will not attach to him no it won't no, what not his fault? It's way so above him. Who was the coach before? Frank uh Vogel. Is he gonna get another job coaching in the NBA? Yes. That's how the league works. If he retread, wants retread, retread, right. retread, retread. Just how the how the league works. Steph Curry went for 47 last night. The Warriors snapped their five-game losing streak, but the Warriors are four and one at home. They stink on the road. Four and one, not even straight ATS, up. just straight, straight up. up. They have four wins on the they year. Cover, they didn't cover last night, right? No. No. 
They have six, sorry, six straight losses. They are four, seven, four and seven on the year now. Four and one at home. Oh, and six on the road. This is a problem. You think? <laughs> this is a this Did is a you weird hear year. at all that there's, you know, there's still a lot of not dissension in the locker room, but there's just a lot of how could shit. it not be? I mean, the, the Steve Kerr called it the most difficult situation they've ever gone through when Steph when when, when Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in the face. We I thought it was lip service for a little bit, and now you see it, and you're like, nope, not lip service. These guys don't like each other. What's the fix? Trading Draymond. Is that the only fix? Pretty much. They they toyed with it. They thought about it. They told him they were going to. And then he, you know, went hat in hand and was like, no, I'll be, I'll be good. I promise. I'll try to be better. But that's not really Draymond's bag anymore. You know, Draymond's one of the top listened to podcasters in the sports game now. Who, where does he go? Draymond be a podcaster. Like, I mean, does he get traded to another team? Like what team, what does he, where does he go? I mean, they probably they don't would trade just, him in the West. Probably not. I mean, the, the other fear is they don't want to trade him to a team because revenge, you know, the revenge may happen. Uh, Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> Breaking news. What? The Colts have announced under interim head coach Jeff Saturday that they will have 30-year-old Parks Frazier serving as the offensive play caller for the game against the Raiders this weekend. Who's Parks Frazier? He's a 30-year-old passing game specialist and assistant quarterbacks coach on the roster right now for the Colts on their coaching staff. Oh, man, this is your shot. (laughs) 30 years old calling plays. I mean, maybe played Madden a lot and knows his shit. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, why not? What are you going to do? You he's just, played Madden a lot. Who knows? Maybe he's maybe he's a genius. I'm a good with it. Why what, what are you going to do? Give it to, you know, someone who's already on the staff. It hasn't been working. What you been calling Reggie hasn't Wayne? been working. How about, how about how about Reggie Wayne? I don't know. This guys maybe on the Reggie staff. don't want to call it. Guess Gus Bradley was a head coach in this league. Think about this though. What if they went to everybody in that room and said Listen, we're firing Frank. Which one do you want to be the coach? Reggie, you want to be the coach? Hell no. This joint, no way. I don't want to be the coach of the Colts right now. This is a bad team. I don't want to – I'm like, blah. They go to Gus Bradley. Listen, you've been a coach before. You want to just ride this out until we figure it out? You're the interim coach for the rest of the season. Fuck that. I don't want – You don't think every coach is looking – is putting their house on the market today looking for a job for next year? No, every one of them are. Right. So no one wants to be around. Correct. So, so they had they to go be get a, Jeff Saturday to be the coach. Right. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't how many know. people did he call? He maybe went to every guy on that staff and said, look, which one do you want to be elevated to the, to I mean, the he might have, but that's not, that's not how it's being reported. Of course not. Nothing's reported the way it really is. We know this to yeah. be true in life. So, so um, I, I mean, he, he, he went out. off last night saying he's fully experienced. He's fully capable like he stood up on a table basically for Jeff Saturday to be the head coach. He had to. It's his team. Listen, he ain't all there either. Per se. But like, <laughs> did you see Pat McAfee? When was he phenomenal. was told? It was phenomenal. 
That tried so hard. I, I felt for him so badly because you know he, he I mean Ursa is his guy. Like that's his that's his people. Like he's in Indianapolis. Like that's his people. He can't say a, he can't speak out of turn at all. The, all. All the other boys, everyone else is going like, wait, 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 what what just happened? And then like Pat is going ahead and going like <laughs> you can tell all the different things in his head running wild going jeff saturday was a great leader he was a great guy but he coached high school football in georgia okay now he's a head coach in the nfl i talked oh, it was so good i talked to gumpy yesterday because uh he he called me specifically to ask me if i saw that clip and then made me watch it <laughs> and so we good. talked about it and i was laughing but I wasn't because I felt his pain. Yeah. I couldn't say nothing. And all the bubbles, like the what the bubble thing would be going on. Yep. I used to do this at the counter. WTF. <laughs> Things that somebody would be saying to someone at the counter. And I'd look over and I'd be like, if I had a bubble over her head right now, what she wishes she could say to him or her, it was so good. And that's what that moment was yesterday. Yeah, listen, this is one of those things. Like, we don't know what went on behind them closed doors. You see the sales job and the way it's being reported. And now this comes out. They're six-point dogs or six-and-a-half-point dogs this week to the Raiders. The circus is coming to town. 42-and-a-half. The Indianapolis Colts Circus <laughs> is coming to Vegas. I am thinking about – Sunday go into the game just because I think good seats will be available. Don't you? <laughs> Who in the hell's going to this game? This might be the game to actually get good seats yep. for a reasonable price. Take yep. the kids and say we took them to an NFL football game. I mean, we're going to call it that. They're in the league still. <laughs> but what in Sam the hell Ellinger. is going on? Sam Ellinger with a 30 year old. How old is Sam? 26, right? Uh, somebody in the chat tell us. I don't know. Sonic will be able to tell us, I'm sure. So <laughs> basically like high school compatriots with a guy calling the blades on Sunday. Right? Almost the same age. How about that? Let's wow. run this thing. Wow. What do you think the betting reaction is going to be in that game? Like, what Nothing. do you think that as we get Nothing. closer to – it's a dead game as far as handle. Nothing. It's just – Content-wise, no. you riding with Saturday and the raw, raw, we're going to get it together. We're going to go play good no. cover. Two teams have fired their coaches midseason. They both got beat badly this year. Next week. 0-2 oh, mm-hmm. straight up, 0-2 oh, ATS. Who? It'll be oh, it'll be 0-3. Oh, and three. oh. What, so. the Colts? Yeah. Raiders. What if the Raiders Colts come in here and win? Not happening. 42 Josh and a half. May be, Josh the, may be done. They yeah, may the best, be calling you to come coach. Yeah. The best, the best bet of the weekend for that game is the over 42 and a half bet the over. Right. Too bad team over. Yeah. I mean, the, the Colts defense is legitimate. I mean, look at the numbers. They have a top 10 rush defense. They have a top 10 passing defense, but there's going to be no fire energy in that locker room. There's nothing to play for. Jeff Saturday can do the whole rah, rah, but they're, they're done. Anybody's going to go, hey, dude, how, uh, uh, you know, it's Sunday, right? Not Friday. Yeah. When's the last time you coached a game? Um, high school football in Georgia. Hey, welcome in. Come on in. What were you doing last week? I was in Bristol on ESPN. Oh, great. Come on in. Let's play football with you. I think he was in Bristol on Sunday. <laughs> so, like. I'm just saying. I There's swear, no I 21-year-old I kid. Hey, there's no 21-year-old kid who remembers Jeff Saturday being the center for Peyton Manning with the Colts, unless they're from Indianapolis. Did you see that clip? Did I post it? Did you see a clip? He, 
Saturday must have been calling the plays. Peyton got mad. And then 78 came over and said, Peyton, sit down. That was pretty funny. The guy was like, get away. Sit down. play center. And he's like, yeah, he's he's calling the plays. He's (laughs) sit down. That's why Belichick beat Ellinger's 24. Okay. So not high school compatriots, but (laughs) you know. Not exactly a far coaching behind, to right. quarterback age discrepancy there with 30 to 24. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. So the, the Bucks fell to eight and two ATS last night, lost to the Hawks. Do you feel like Milwaukee is a team that you can ride going forward or a team you would look to fade going forward? I don't know. You put that in the, in the rundown and I said, how am I going to answer that question? And I was like, okay, the answer is it rides game to game, maximum week to week. Like my, my, the point of the question is, do you think Milwaukee, because of where the they are, in the NBA. do they care? No, there's until nights the play, they don't until the playoffs. Do they care? Cause I don't even think they cared last night. They got beat badly by the, by the Hawks. There's nights in the NBA for good teams that they don't care. There's it's clear. That's what makes it so fucking hard to bet. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know the nights they don't care until you see it. <laughs> and then, like, that's an in gamer where you're watching and you're going, I'm betting Atlanta. I got to bet Atlanta before the line gets too high. I got to bet Atlanta. I got to bet Atlanta. Because Atlanta cares. You can see that. And Atlanta has the capability on a single night to beat anybody, especially a team that don't care. So, um, but like, would you take what you saw last night and apply it to the next game? No, but I mean, everyone has tonight off. The NBA is not playing today. So there's a rest day for the league. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens the next on, on Wednesday, fresh legs. I mean, they're eight and two. They are nearly the best team ATS, a tie for the best record ATS in the NBA. They were eight mm-hmm. and one going into last night. Now they're eight and two. And I don't know, it just feels like that number, they're not going to go 80% ATS, I mean, 70% ATS. I, I think that they're a team you can look at in certain spots to fade. Because no, I don't without, think they care. Well, there's, there's, like I said, there's going to be nights they don't. You just have to figure out when that is. And it's yeah. usually on road trips where you figure out if they're it on. Won't be, it won't be against Boston. Games. It won't be against the Lakers. It won't be against the, the, the Warriors. But against the Timberwolves, you know, against the Trailblazers. Isn't Atlanta in the same division as them? They are, but Atlanta's not really a threat to them. But they killed them last night. I don't know. I think the division games become important um, because, you know, you get that higher seed when you win your division. Mm-hmm. So they got the first thing they have to do, just like the NFL, you have to win your division. If Milwaukee's playing for the best record in the East to get home court, but again, they don't need it. It helps. So, yeah, it's 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 hard to determine motivation, especially in the NBA in certain cities, right? Go to the ATL and huh, we don't really care about the game. <laughs> Fair. And then one final thing. If you had told me here after the first month of the NBA season that, that the number one team ATS in the NBA, the Portland Trailblazers, an eight and two, ATS are tied with three other teams. Mm-mm. Miami's the worst team in the league. ATS, they're two and nine <sighs> against the spread. What I mean, Portland beating Miami last night. It's like, wait, what? How did that go down? 
If you had told me that before the season, you could guarantee me that after 10 games, the Portland Trailblazers are 8-2 against the spread. You'd have taken everything I had. I'd have called <laughs> your bullshit. I'd have said, you can bet whatever you want on that. Come on. Yep. <laughs> Look at these numbers. That it can't be right. And again, that's what I mean. Nobody knows shit. That uh, is that a bigger surprise with that graphic than Miami being two and nine against the spread? No, Miami being two and nine is my biggest shock. That's uh, of the whole first month of the year. Miami two and nine ATS is like, wait, what? Right. Like that is uh, uh, a long way to go. Okay. Like we got a lot of games left, but I mean, Miami right now is a team you got to wonder. I think that Miami could be a bet on going forward. I mean, they're four and seven straight up right now. That's not going to continue. I, I I like to really dive into the NBA. Like there's that saying, we've heard it. I've said it. You probably have either said it or heard it. The NBA season doesn't start till Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's when you really so this is all just gaining knowledge. I actually think the NBA season doesn't start till Valentine's Day. Damn, son. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Day with all those games. Yeah, but you have to make the playoffs. Like on Valentine's Day, you'll look up and go, okay, can I make the playoffs? The answer is yes. Okay, now I go in charge, play hard in late half of February, all of March, all of April, and and, you know, get to the postseason and then get in the playoffs in May. That's fine for the players, but for the guys in the books, oh right, betting. Yeah, yeah. You got a basis of knowledge by Christmas. You got eyeballs on it. You got a lot. There's a lot of gold to be found between Christmas and Valentine's Day. After Valentine's Day and the trade deadline and all-star game, there's even more gold to be mined in the tanking and the Mm. teams going south versus the teams playing for position. And then the perceived teams playing for position that don't care because they're good being the two or the three. Doesn't matter. So they take nights off. They're resting, guys. NBA gets real interesting for me at Christmas on. Right now, I think you're kind of boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. Taking shots. That's why I'm, I, I've only bet half units on NBA and NHL games for that very reason. Right. And it's tough. So Ravens last night easily cover. Andy Dalton Man. went back to being Andy Dalton on, on Monday Night Football in another primetime under. Come on. That game sucked. <laughs> that game was awful. I mean, um, I got it, the Ravens hat matches the purple. So where I suffered through the first half of that game and I, I, I reluctantly went back <laughs> in the last three minutes just to see if the under was going to hold. That's it. I watched second quarter. It was 14, uh, three. I went, okay, my under looks pretty good. Andy Dalton sucks. This offense is horrific for the saints. Their defense is halfway decent, but Lamar Jackson again, improved to 26 and two straight up against teams. He plays for the first time. Yeah. That is a stupid stat. First thought takeaway from that game. Ravens are good. Good. Or the saints are bad, bad. Ravens are good. Good. Agree. Ravens are six and three. They they they've given up 196 points this year, which is way more than you would ever expect from a Ravens team. They'll get if, the defense figured it out. It's a different Ravens team, though. True, but I'll trust Harbaugh to fix the defense to get right as long as the offense keeps on doing what the offense is doing. I mean, the Buffalo Bills have given up 118 points this year. 
And that's what the Ravens stunning. have given up? 196. That is Damn so shit. not like the Baltimore Ravens to do that, to be that bad defensively. So offense, we know what the offense is going to do. We know Lamar's capable of, but through nine games, I mean, the Bills have played one less game. So that number is a little bit skewed. They've played eight. Ravens have played nine. But I mean, 102 point differential for the Buffalo Bills right now, only plus 39 for the Ravens. That's going to change. But the Ravens are 2-0 and against the division. They're 4-1 and on the road, 2-2 two and two at home. Those numbers are going to change. Four and one on the road is good. Phenomenal. But I mean, they're going to, they'll wind up over 500 at home. They'll, they'll win. Oh, their home games. you would think so. Yeah. So that I, I still look, I bet the over nine and a half wins on the Ravens this year. I think that's going to be good. I bet them to win the division. I think that's going to be good. I mean, they, they have a one game lead on the Bengals right now, but you know, I, I'm not loving, I'm not worried about the Bengals or the Browns or the Steelers at the moment for the Ravens. They look right now like a much better team. Yeah, they do. Connor Winsky just came in and said Roquan will make a big difference. He did play well last night. He made a couple of really big tackles. Yeah, really big tackles. Open space on Kamara when he had about 20 yards of, of green grass ahead of him to run. Got him from behind. But yes, I agree. Getting, I mean, that's a huge addition inside right. of a season to, to get a guy like that. So, I mean, you look at this and like, is it enough to affect your thought to win the AFC? Does it put them in uh, look, a discussion? I have three bets on the Ravens. I'm all in on this team, okay? Right. Over wins, win the division, MVP Lamar Jackson. Okay. That's live, too. Like, that. Okay. those odds are tremendous right now. You see what they're – the, Fando had them 18 to 1 this morning. Yeah, I had an 8. I mean, I bought it at 8. Right. So it's 18. It was 18 yeah. after going into – before – uh no, I did the show this morning. That's right. I did sports road this morning. Um, and they had 18 to one. So that's live. I, mean, I would agree. And especially we'll get to the next story, especially if Allen's out whew, or he's, you know, not gonna be able to play a significant amount of time. The door's wide open for him if they win 12, 13 games. And we'll get to it. Josh Allen is being evaluated for an injury that pitchers get. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the Dr. Peralt UCL explanation. Please, sir, explain it to the people the way you explained it to me right before the show started because you started so, going like this and point and all this other well, stuff. It's not a shock to me because if you talk about – watch, see how Josh is throwing the football there, okay? Yeah. See the torque on the elbow. Uh-huh. So elbow. he ends up – so a baseball is what, eight ounces, right? About what it's a baseball light. is mm. weight? Mm. How much is NFL football weight? Hold on. Uh, How do you not know this from the flake gate? I, I think you would it's a pound and a half. Um, and NFL football weighs uh, a pound. So okay. 0. 0.9, 0. 0.95 pounds. So, so it's a pound. So okay. it weighs significantly more than an, a baseball does. And yet when you talk about curveballs and sliders, that's where the UCL gets busted for UCL. pitchers. Okay. okay? <laughs> Your older collateral ligament or whatever the heck it stands for. Yeah. So that is, Injury is a pitcher's injury. Now, Josh can play through this because pitchers throw the ball a lot more. There's way more torque, but he's going to have to stop throwing the ball like this, like Patrick Mahomes. No more sidearm action. No more of this. It puts so much torque on that elbow. That's where it could hurt. I mean, that's you saw him throw the ball against the Bills and he was rubbing the elbow. He was like, this really, this hurts. Uh. So you wonder 
Do they say, look, the playoffs are what matter. Josh, sit down. And if he misses a month because they're cool with him missing a month because they don't need him. They, they, Just they, they fixed in a month, Dr. Perot? No. No, he'll need surgery if it's if it's torn. If it's slightly torn, he'll oh. be he can have different things through it to kind of get it better. But like just like a pitcher, like once you have an, a UCL injury, it's a matter of time. When do you get the surgery? When do you get the fix? But football quarterbacks normally don't have Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. Not not typical. So I don't I can't tell you the last time I heard of a quarterback having Tommy John surgery. So the hope is is that he doesn't need it and rest in rehab. But it could be something that bothers him for a long time. <laughs> Josh Allen is a sidearm action kind of guy, if you know what I mean. That's what Anti just said in the chat. Anti's in here. So cracking jokes. I love this guy. I, I, if I'm a Bills fan, though, this is Armageddon. This is the end of the world. Who to backup? Isn't it Chase? Or isn't it um uh, what do you call it? It's the it's the Texas quarterback. Um it's the guy that was no, it's the guy that was in. Minnesota before, right? No, it's the hold on. Buffalo it's, Bills uh, backup boys, put it in the Case chat. Keenum. Case Keenum. Yeah. Season over. Yeah. <laughs> no, if he's out for the year, season over. I don't think he's out for the year. If Case Keenum got to try to get, it ain't like uh, Nick. Well, here's your question, right? You came you, in for Carson Wentz, and they still got to the Super Bowl. If Case Keenum got to play an extended amount of time for the Buffalo Bills. Cancel all the plans to go to Arizona, Buffalo. You ain't going. Well, here's the question, right? Yes, sir. You made you you made the, the comment about the Jets being live to win the division. Hell yeah. Well, don't even start with the Patriot bullshit. I'm not saying the Patriots. I'm just saying the the Jets are live. If, the if, if this are live is, too. All three of them are live. All three of them are live to, to win the division because the Bills right now are 0 and 2 in the division. In the division. They haven't won division. They have not won a division game yet. Okay. So they're 0 and 2 in the division. Right. Now, if if they if, if Allen's not playing, they play, uh, they have a bye this week. Okay. So no game. Oh no, no, no. Sorry. They play the they, they play the Vikings this week. Yeah. What's one wearing the Vikings stuff for? Okay. So Vikings, if the Vikings without Josh, Vikings win. Then they're home against Cleveland. Hell. Okay. Yeah. Can they beat Cleveland with Case Keenum? In Cleveland? No, at home. I mean, I I guess they could if Keenum gets all the reps and all this. I don't – oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I not. No. I say no. At Detroit on Thanksgiving. Remember our boy who's saving the bills for this game? Oh, God. Justin oh, in Vermont. No. Justin in Vermont. <laughs> Saving the bills for this very game. It might be Case Keenum with six mil on the oh, line. Oh, <laughs> my God. I got goosebumps. I got my hair on my neck stood up. I shaved it, though, so there ain't much there. But <gasps> can you imagine? No. How far of a walk do you go during that game if you have $6 million riding on Case Keenum to beat oh. the Lions on the road on oh, Thanksgiving? Shit. I'm sick to my stomach thinking about it. That's terrible. And I don't they know. Play, they, they play the following Thursday at New England on Thursday night football. That ain't going to be easy either, even with Josh Allen. So you have four games here. Oh, my. It, with gosh. one game, a one game lead in the division. They're six oh. and two. 
Jets are six and three. Dolphins are six and three. Patriots five and four. If I'm betting which team it's going to win the division, the Miami Dolphins are the team I'm betting on. Are they? To win the division. If you think someone else besides the Bills, if this injury is significant, if Allen's out for a long period of time, Miami wins the division. Really? Mm-hmm. They went for it. I thought you might say that. That's why yep. I had this one handy right here. Dolphins have, Dolphins have gone for it, and they've got – I mean, Bradley Chubb will get better. He wasn't great in his first game, but Jeff Wilson picked up the offense very fast. Team has won three games in a row. Browns, Texans, at the Niners, at the Chargers, at the Bills for the Miami Dolphins the next five games. Say that again. That ain't easy either. Home for the Browns. Better win home that game. Home for the Texans. Better win that game. At the Niners. Tough game. At the Chargers. Second game of that West Coast trip. They'll win that game. I told you that before. Okay. At the Bills. Three and the two. bye comes after the Browns game. This is the week, and then they have a bye. Why is the line only four this week against the Browns? What the hell am At I home? missing? Yes. Good question. I don't know. Why in the hell? That line should be six and a half or seven. Give me the Dolphins. Push it in. Well, they were four-point favorites last week. It didn't cover. Maybe that's why. They were on the road. Right. Cleveland. I mean, their defense sucks. The defense does suck. Dolphins. Right now. Yeah, right now. I mean, defense gives up points. You can run on them. You can pass on them. Miami Miami will need to outscore everybody. But if they win the division and they have home field, that's huge. But here's the thing. It's if Josh Allen three and a half in places. Here's a great question, right? Here's a huge break. Not to ever want Josh Allen to get hurt, but we've talked about the Bills being more of a West Coast warm weather team. Yeah. If Buffalo sat down Josh Allen and the Dolphins won the division and the Bills were a wild card having to go on the road, yeah. them playing at Miami, if Josh Allen is playing, I would hammer the Bills. Uh, yeah. They go down there, they will... That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect for them. Bad defense, great conditions. Look out. <laughs> they will throw all over the Dolphins. Man, it's a break. Man. Bills fans are going to be... If that has, if they don't get the home field, they, they don't want to win a damn division. This is well, crazy. They don't this want it. Why, why do they want home field? What's the benefit? There's no benefit for the Bills to play at home. They already lost at Miami this year, though. That's the one fear. Is there an easier total than the Cleveland-Miami game over? No. I I mean, all Dolphin games are going to be overs for probably the rest of the year. I I don't sound like a complete square, but that game got to go over. And Miami, it's coming down. They're setting this thing up. I'm telling you, sometimes being out of the book has made my vision clearer. Mm-hmm. What in the hell am I missing with Cleveland coming off a bye, going to Miami, and the money's coming in on Cleveland? Money's been coming in on the Colts every week for three weeks. It ain't covered. I don't know who to. I don't know who the rhombuses and the parallelograms are betting Cleveland. Good luck with that. Buffalo on the ball is minus six. That tells me Josh is playing. Line was seven. It came down. It grabbed all the sevens. Or bye bye. We got Cousins dancing on a plane without a shirt on and all them gold chains. He's going to Buffalo this week and winning. Come on. Yeah. 
Come on. No, I do. Winning, yeah. Covering, yeah. Winning, yeah. If Josh Allen isn't playing, yeah. Man, oh man. I think the AFC just got really interesting this week, son. 100%. And the Vikings. Two are weeks like ago, this. we were ready. I was ready to be like, look, it's it's Buffalo and KC and everybody else. Yeah. Try to figure out who's going to be third because maybe we could grab some futures. Now, shit. I like the teams not named Kansas City and Buffalo. Agreed. I mean, my gosh, did Casey look vulnerable against the Titans? Why don't more teams just do what they do? Because they're not tough enough. Uh, I guess you gotta you gotta have a certain you gotta have a certain you know angle, a certain edge to you. you, you well, they go got in, it. You're gonna go in there. You gotta ball both fists up, and you gotta go swing. And you know what might come back, but that's. You got to be ready for a fight when you go up. If you're going to play that way, you got to be ready for a fight. And the Titans just, you know, the line you always say, you know, everyone's got a plan to get punched in the mouth. That's what you got to do to Kansas City. Right. But what might, but what might come back at you is a hammer to the forehead. So you better be careful as right. to what's coming back. Titans right. just were able to, you know, they, I think they stunned the Chiefs and the Chiefs again, for whatever reason, off of a bye, just, that was the worst matchup. They don't match up well against the Titans. They are, I think they're afraid of the Titans. It was funny. Chris Collinsworth was saying at the end of the first quarter, he's like, you know, the old adage is if you have the better team, you want to run as many plays as possible. There were 30 seconds left. He's like, I would expect the Chiefs to want to run a play here because when you feel like you get the better team, run the most plays. If you don't have the better team, let the clock run out. Chiefs let the clock run out. <laughs> they didn't run the play. Right. I was like, what does that tell you, Chris? And he doesn't feel confident about these guys. And he's afraid of this team. I mean, there's teams. There's just, you just know. Yep. You got their, they have your number. Yeah. They have your number. Brand brand two Oh five asked the question. What if the bills come in third or fourth in the East overall? Well, if they're a wild card, if they're a wild card, they're going in the division. In the AFC. Brand brand. We talked about it last night. There's a chance for every team in the AFC East to be in the playoffs. The entire division can make the playoffs. That'd be, that'd be fucking incredible. I mean, right now, the Patriots are the eighth seed. Right now. Incredible. So if we if we ended it right now, the Patriots just miss. Just miss. They're one game out. It's top seven, make it. Chargers are five and three. Patriots are five and four. Chargers have one game in hand. That's why they lead the Patriots. They've had their bye week. Patriots are having their bye week this week. So if Chargers lose this week, they're five and four. Patriots will be five and four, and there'll be a tie break situation. I think Baltimore and Cincinnati, one's winning the division, one's making it. That's what I, I I'm looking at. I the, think the Bengals are missing the playoffs. Yeah, I don't that's that's my I that's the one that's gonna keep the other teams out. But I think it's possible that that would be incredible. First How time many games, in NFL history. You tell me this Bengals are five and four, right? So the Bengals have to win, let's say, 10 games, right? I was debating this too. It's either nine or 10. Okay. Right? So nine could be the last team in, but 10, I think, puts you in. 10 okay. could come down to tiebreakers. Here's their schedule. At Bengals? the Steelers. You're, you're, who are you doing, Bengals? Bengals, yep. Win. Bengals, they, they have a bye this week. Right. And then Win. they play, and then they play this at the Steelers. Yes. Win. Win. <sighs> Divisional game on the road at. Uh, okay. 
at the Titans. That's a game they could lose. Uh huh. Home against the Chiefs. Win. What do you mean they beat him in the playoffs and stuff? What is that? It's a realm of possibility. That's why the Chiefs remember it. Home for the Browns. Win. Tell you that at Tampa. (laughs) Tampa needs it. (laughs) That'll be a game they lose at the Patriots. Oh, that's a playoff game, son, for both teams. Belichick against Taylor. Give me a break. Christmas Day. Yep. Christmas Eve. Wow. I I mean that's a pick. I could go either way. I, I'm not I'm not moving the needle either way there. Loss. Yet. Home for the Bills. Last game of the year? Second to last. Win. Loss. Home for the Ravens. Oh man, that's a I think that's a win. I got I got five more. So I have what do I get two. ten? I have two. Wow. You think this is they're winning 10 games with that schedule left? That's a brutal schedule. My God. They're gonna Bengals play playoff up. games every the last four games are playoff games. And Chase may be available. He's coming back. Maybe it's a hip injury for a wideout. That's not good. Right. Maybe. Tampa, by the way, Stevie Mac, Tampa is not dead. I disagree with that entirely. Tampa is not dead. Stevie nope. Mac just loves poking the bear. He That's fine, but Tampa is they are not dead. Tom Brady's arm is live. The team is dead, though. I disagree. They're caca. They stink. Defense, what do you mean? Their defense is Their still defense tremendous. Good. Their defense is good, but they're often okay. But you can win 13 10. I mean, you can win games. Play just Brady's did. done this before. Brady's won right. games. Being, just don't turn the ball over, move the ball. They can't run the football and save their lives. Offensive line sucks. We knew that going in with all the injuries they suffered. Like, uh-oh. Tampa's not winning the championship, but Tampa at home with the Bengals coming in, they're playing playoff teams the rest of the way, man. Like, there's no easy, easy They're going to win that division now, aren't they? Who are the Bengals? No, the Buccaneers. Well, that's just by default. Falcons are a fun story. So want Atlanta to do it. I wish yeah, I mean that that they, they threw up that game and they had that game won against the Chargers. That was they that's won that pathetic. Game. Bullshit. How the hell do you not? I mean, big man, fall the hell down, dude. Just Get the game in your hands. Down. Yeah, the Rams are dead. Or I'll give you that. The Rams are dead. I, that I will concur with. The Rams are absolutely awful. Right. And so you look at them offensively and defensively, even with Aaron Donald. You think the you think the Vikings are the real deal, or is this still just waiting for them to come back down to earth? Oh, I'm no. waiting, but they have one loss, so like he's winning, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Uh, Kirk Cousins taking his shirt off. He's dancing on the plane. Yeah, Adam Schefter's looking like a fool trying to recreate it. I don't know who the hell got Adam Schefter drunk enough last night to, to do, do that, that on national TV. What I don't you know. You're a fan, Farah. You've seen this before. Do yeah. you believe yet? <laughs> This might be one of those situations where, like, I just don't believe it, don't believe it, don't believe it, but then they just keep on winning, you know? That's yeah. How, that's how it was for me with the Rams, what, last year, whenever. Right. And, uh, yeah. So at some point, you got to buy it, right? Yeah, at some, some point, at you just got to go. Gotta, especially for the division. It's, I mean, they're right. basically locked Oh, that's this week. It. Yeah, they won the division. If they oh. go this week to Buffalo and win the game outright, I mean, I'll I, turn I, a page and go, okay. Yeah. What if Josh I, doesn't play? 
If they go on a road, either way, if they win, either way, if, if case is the quarterback, you're going to change your opinion. Uh, if, if, if they beat Buffalo, regardless of the quarterback, then I will believe in the Vikings. It will, it will, no, it I, will clinch the division. Essentially there. Right. That's bad. And I don't know. Right. I don't know if that's good, but I mean, I'm, I'm loving taking the plus it's plus what? Six, right? Yeah. Six Min- and a half. Minnesota six. plus six right now. Like just, you know, if Josh Allen plays, okay, you probably lost the bet, but I love taking that bet right now. Dude. I think if Josh Allen plays, I think you win the bet. I think, I think six and a half, you win the bet regardless. I think I was, that's a four I, point I was game. Talking with my brother James last night and we were having this conversation. Maybe it's, maybe it's an ask the book kind of segment. Is there value in taking early lines? Yes. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, man. If you can get a number that won't exist by the weekend, it's definitely value, but doesn't always I mean, win. If if Josh Allen's out, the number's three. So I don't know if it goes to it might go to three. It'll go three and a half, maybe. Okay. But I don't know if it, it drops by, it drops three. significantly. It does. I don't know if you want to give away Buffalo under three. That would be a, a difficult kind of do we go that far? Right. Mm-hmm. Um but no, for me, if if the Vikings win a second road game back to back by going to Buffalo and winning, I will now kind of start to change my tune. Now they'll become one of those teams that I go, okay, if they get home field throughout, and it legitimately has to be discussed, who's going there and winning in the NFC? That's where you have that's where you have to look at. Who is going to the Vikings? In the well, NFC and winning. I mean, the Vikings the are the ultimate Lucy with the football team in the NFL. <laughs> they can be. I mean, that is the ultimate. <laughs> they, they are <laughs> the true. penultimate. They are the number one fog. You can't see the reality until you brush it apart. And it's like, oh, it's a six-year-old girl. Okay, we're going to kill them. <laughs> like, it's, they are very difficult to predict. Right. I mean, this is why this team, they've never won a championship, right? They've, they've they never played, won a Super Bowl. Never won they played a Super Bowl. for two. They played for, played for twice, right? Uh, yeah, that's um, right. Against the Steelers in Super Bowl nine, they lost. No, they've lost four or five. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. We've been there. Yeah, they lost to the Cowboys early. This is back in, in the Bowl? day. That's, the, that's, the, that's not the, that's after, you're talking pre-1960. I'm talking when post-60. Super Bowl. Not okay, NFL championship. Super Bowl four. Super Bowl nine, Super Bowl. Yeah, they've lost four Super Bowls minimum. Wow. Yeah. And they had the best team in football, and Gary Anderson missed a kick, and the Falcons got to the Super Bowl. That was the best. I, I don't mean to bring that up, Vikings fans, but that was a that was a bad one. It's a, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then I don't <laughs> even want to bring up the bad call in the Saints game. I mean, that was. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. That was bad. That was rough. Yeah, that, was, that was bad, bad. Oh, boy. That was that was big time bad bad. Uh, all right, let's run through some action tonight. You hate it, I love it. <laughs> Let me just give you some numbers, and you can tell me. You always say I can tell the just based upon the line. So yeah. I'm gonna give you the line. Oh, you can tell me right. what you think. Eastern Michigan tonight is laying seven points on the road at Akron. Total of fifty-seven. Immediately sounds like you got to take the dog. Immediately, interesting. How is Eastern so, Michigan minus seven? Tell me why. Five and four, Eastern Michigan, straight okay. up on the year. Yeah. Eastern Michigan is four and five against the number. Okay, they are four and five to the over on the year. Last three games have gone under, and you have an Akron team that's really bad. They're one and eight. Holy crap! Straight up, but they're four and five against the number. 
They've gone. I want, three I want that team. Give me that dog. You want the dog? I want the dog. Yeah. They they lost 27-9 last week to Miami of Ohio as nine-point dogs. They are seven-point home dogs to Eastern Michigan tonight. Oh, it's a terrible game. It sounds like, I mean, you really need your head examined <laughs> if you're placing a wager on this. Are you going to watch this? No, I only have one bet on Maxion tonight. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's dog or nothing there, and nothing okay. is a big favorite. Okay. Ohio against Miami of Ohio, the battle for Ohio. The Bobcats are six and three on the year. Okay. Bobcats have covered their last five games, five and oh against the spread. Damn. They so. are okay. six and three straight up. They okay. are uh six and three against the number. I like this sounds of this team. Okay. <laughs> they have gone over six times of their nine games, or six and three to the over. Okay. They are favored by two and a half now against Miami, Ohio, right. who were picked to win the division, by the way. Yeah. They're four and five. They lost yeah. Blaine Gabbard's brother, Brett, for six games. He's wow. now back. Okay. You have a team that is four and five straight up, four and five against the number, and one and eight ATS, sorry, against the to the over, eight and one to the under for Miami of, of Ohio tonight. You like the road favorite there? Two and a half point. This one sounds two. like this one sounds like this would be one I could actually buy the road favorite, but it's an under game. No, it's not. That's an over game. It is not an under game. I disagree with you. That's an under game, son. It is an over game. Blaine Gabbert, Ohio's defense is dog crap. That's why they're six and three to the over. Okay. They can't stop anything. Anything. Or anybody. What's Ohio's, the weather like? It's, it's probably nice. It still hasn't it's fine. cold there yeah. yet. Okay. It's it, it's fine. Right. Ohio uh, is giving up 30.9 points per game. They're giving up 160 rushing yards per game, and they're giving up 301 passing yards per game. Yeah, but I just need Miami, Miami to score. Can't score, can they? Or they'll well, score they got, tonight. They, they can score tonight, but they got this is the third game now after the injury to Gabbard. So having the Gabbard come back, having the weapons, this offense was supposed to be good. Gabbard's an NFL, he's supposed to be the next Mac NFL quarterback. Blaine Gabbard's brother, Brett. Really? Yes. He'll throw all he's missed six games, came back. They scored 27 points last week, looked much better offensively. I need them to score 24 points tonight. Okay. Ohio can score. Ohio's an offensive team. They play fast. Ohio scores 30.3 points per game, top 50 in the country, <laughs> six yards per play, top 30 in the country, 8.4 yards per pass play, top 30 in the country. Biggie Jay's in C-Bus right now, Columbus. He says 50 degrees there. JC from KC said EMU is a powerhouse on the road. <laughs> so he likes That's Eastern fine. Michigan. Okay. Like an, I like Ohio, I think. I mean, and again, I don't know nothing about it. The, I line, ain't move, the line move them two to two and a half. The line's going your way. Okay. All right. Two last nights, two and a half. It's two and a half now. It seems yeah. to go to three on this, but it's a, it's a big game in the division in, in, in the MAC. And then finally, you got Ball State at Toledo. Line's 11 now for Toledo. Oh. Total is 50 points. This game I want absolutely no part of. Ball oh, State's five and four on the year. They are four and five ATS, three and six to the over oh. this year. Toledo. Six and three straight up. Toledo is uh, five and four ATS, or sorry, four and five ATS, 
and four, four and five to the five and four to the over this year. <laughs> Toledo at home laying eleven. Whit Rock. Uh, if we were giving away hats today, Whit Rock, <laughs> Whit Rock gets it today. I'd rather watch election coverage than these two Mac games. Some bad, bad teams. Not wrong. <laughs> Why am I watching one? I'm watching Ohio and Miami. That's it. That's that's the only game I'm paying attention to. But that'll be in better I'm watching, book it. I'm watching hockey tonight, man. There's some good hockey games tonight. So before we do that, college football national championship playoff picture. So oh. the poll comes out, okay? We'll get the latest on Thursday. We'll get the actual poll, but the AP poll came out. Tennessee's They're doing five. the playoff thing tonight. Every is Tuesday. it tonight? I thought it was Thursday. It was Tuesday. Sorry, I knew it was a T day. So yeah, it's tonight. So we'll find out tonight. We'll see what they how fall how far does Tennessee fall? My gut tells me they fall to four. That's it. The, com- the committee hates to be wrong. They hate being wrong. That's they it. One. They had them at one. <laughs> Put them at one. That's it. <laughs> I think they fall to four. I do. I'm serious. I think they fall to four. They They're ahead of TCU. They should fall to seven. Okay, it's where they should fall. But are yes. they ahead of TCU? They're going to pull the strength of schedule card. Yes. Oh, that is. I so hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Ka-ka. I hope I'm wrong, but I think I'm going to be right because the committee is a bunch of egotistical people and they hate to be proven wrong. And Tennessee never should have been the one team that got spanked on the road by Georgia. And now they have to put their tails between the legs and go, shit, what do we do about Tennessee? Oh, they're four because they were one last week and they lost and they can't fall too far. I bet Alabama's a top 10 team still, even with two losses. Watch tonight. Because if Bama wins the bullshit, if, if Bama beats the Georgia, top t- oh my god! Here's the thing: I was talking about this before with somebody. Here's the dumb thing about college football. This is why I hate the way they do it. If Alabama doesn't fall out of the top ten and Alabama wins the division and beats Georgia with two losses, Bama's into the playoffs. Hold on. I'm putting the glasses on and I'm going to listen to you say that again so I don't miss it. If the Bama SEC does champion, what? The SEC champion cannot miss the playoffs. It can't happen. Even with two losses? They're not, two losses has never been in before, but Alabama was the only team ever to not win their division and still get in. Bama will be the first team with two losses to get in. How do they win a division? LSU loses to Arkansas this week. And Bama wins out. Oh, maybe they need two losses. Hold on, let me see. They might, yeah, they might need it because head to head. Them head to head. Well, hold on. Let, let, let me just. I'll, I'll look at this real quick because LSU would need to lose two, maybe two, maybe may lose both games in the division. That which is possible by the way. It's Arkansas and Texas A and M. You got to stop. You got to stop. Yeah, I know a lot of people watch the show now. Four and two. We appreciate it. Listen. Hit the like button. These th- they're not in. They're out. What do you mean? I disagree. If you find a way. For LSU Alabama to get in this damn playoff, I'm LSU, be pissed off. LSU loses both games. Okay, Come on. they go to five and they go to five and three. Alabama wins both games they've got left. Alabama six and two. They will have beaten Ole Miss, who is one game ahead of them right now. So Ole Miss goes to two losses head to head. They'll have the over. They'll have the head to head on Ole Miss. So they'll beat them. So LSU's got to lose to both teams they're facing in conference. Which Arkansas, they are short dogs. And then A&M, who the hell knows what that team's going to do? 
AM sucks, but Jimbo Fisher could coach for his job. So then Who knows? Bama would get to the SEC championship. And, and play, if they beat Georgia, they, they play Georgia. If they beat Georgia, they they're in. Oh, I'm I'm disgusted <laughs> with not you with that whole scenario bullshit. But I'm okay it with it. Better not happen. By my because I believe in automatic bids. I believe that if you win your conference, you're in. I don't care how, how many losses you have. You win your conference tournament, however the way the conference determines it, you're in. But that doesn't period. apply to every conference tournament or championship. It will. It will soon. You'll have five automatics. It I mean, yet. It will. So once we get there, then, but right now, no, we have to be placed in there. So that's how Georgia and Alabama both make the playoffs. Georgia runs the table. They're undefeated. Bama beats them. They have one loss. Georgia's in. Alabama's in. I'm disgusted. Two SEC teams that are in. Ohio State, Michigan's the other. And then the fourth is the wild card, sacrificial lamb. TCU, probably if they're on the table, it's TCU up against Georgia. They, they, they lose by 30. I'm, I'm, you've, I'm aggravated with the whole thing. I don't want to see Bama. I'm, I've accepted the fact, like most college football fans. Well, then you're the biggest LSU fan in the country. That it's Saturday. over. Like, I don't want to see Bama it's in this. It's only no over if LSU loses out. They've got to lose two games in the SEC for it to happen. So they got to lose. If they beat Arkansas this weekend, they're most likely in. Trent Junk just came in and said, Bama ain't beating Georgia. Okay. I'm, it's, I'm not, I'm just saying that's how they get in. I'm not saying it's going to happen, right. but Nick Saban against a former assistant coach, his numbers would tell you he's live to win the game. So by that, that's a good question that Trent Junk just asked later. If Illinois beats Ohio State or Michigan, is Illinois in the playoff? It would be under my situation, yes. Under my You, playoff, sir, will yes. never be on the committee. Right, but I've been asking. I've been literally talking. This is my – I have had the same opinion for literally since I went to Alabama in 2001. I've had this take for 21 years that automatic qualifiers have got to be a part. And I don't care how you win your division. I don't care how you win your conference. If you win – your division, if you are the conference champion, you are in the playoffs, period. Division must mean something. Conference must mean something. I don't care what some person in some hotel room, in some conference room, thinks about a schedule or thinks about a number breakdown. Decide mm-hmm. it on the field. However you want to determine it, conference XYZ, go right ahead. Go right ahead. But top two teams play. Division winners play. I don't care. Whatever, however you want to set it up, that's up to you. But whoever you are crowning as your conference champion, you're in. Then debate about everybody else. That's why I want an 18 playoff. Five the debate is so much nonsense, but so much fun. But they love it. They live on it's, it. That's I, what I know. Live. I know. They've, 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 they've traded on this, on this debate. They've traded on it for so long. People are sick and tired of it. They don't want to have this debate anymore. So now they go, okay, now we have 12. We've agreed to 12. When it starts, TV deals going to get worked out, but there's going to be automatic qualifiers coming. And then we're going to argue about the other teams. Who's six? Who's seven? Who's eight? Who's nine? Who's 10? Who's 12? That's all coming. Because they need that for talk radio fodder in the South because literally it keeps them in business 365. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that down there to have this argument. So watch, watch tonight. I'll be, be very curious. I think Tennessee's four. I think Bama's in the top 10. That's my prediction for this tonight. People are going to go, what the hell? Tennessee, Tennessee cannot be four. It's fixed if Tennessee's four. That's bullshit. I would agree. 
but I firmly believe you might be right though. It's ha- the committee. I book is so it. So large. You're wrong, but they're they're going to come back and say Tennessee strength. They're five in the AP poll. They're not that far. I mean, four is not that far from five. It's just the difference is in the playoff or out of the playoffs. That's the difference. But five to four. I mean, the, so are they ahead of undefeated Michigan in the five spot in that poll? Um, hold on. The latest polls came up this morning. Um, the AP Georgia, poll at the moment is Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee. Michigan, TCU, Tennessee. Okay. Bama's 10. LSU okay. seven, Oregon is eight, is six. Okay, so the undefeated teams are ranked one. So to they're four. the number one. They're the top one loss one team. Lost team. Yep, that's where they belong, right now. So, wow, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Tried to get Felico on. He couldn't do it today. They they changed the schedule around. We're going to get him on to talk about this shit one of these times. Okay. Him or Stanford, Steve. I can't get all of them. Enough time in advance, but we'll get them uh, to some hockey. Yeah, Vegas dogs at Toronto tonight. Do you believe that? Is that right? Number seems odd. We got a goalie situation there. I can't wait. I'm not going to lie. This is what I'm watching tonight. I'm watching Vegas and Toronto exclusively, at least the majority of it. Uh, it looks like Logan Thompson unconfirmed, but Calgren is in for Toronto. Good. I want a shot at them with their best. I games of pick them in my opinion. Any plus money you get on Vegas, I'm good with taking. It's Over. interesting because, ooh, really? No, six and a half mm-hmm. playoff game. But I mean, Vegas's offense has been so good. I don't mind it. Toronto's playing pretty good too. This should be a high-level hockey game. I love these two games. points already for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. How good of a start! You can't you can't make it up. You get the new coach, you get Lander oh, Bruins are the same. The Bruins are the same. The Bruins are the exact same thing. Dream Bruins in Vegas. Them. Flip. I mean, Cassidy comes here for a Bruins coach, 22 points. Jim Montgomery goes to the Bruins, 22 points. Offenses are both explosive as hell. Bruins have scored 54 goals. The Golden Knights have scored 46 goals. Mm. Sebastian Anthony just came in and said the Leafs win 5-4 tonight. Oh, this would be a fun in-game, I think. The Leafs win 5-4. Yeah. Oh, yikes. I like the Five. Knights, but I also like the over. Whitrock said mm-hmm. Toronto's hot beat Boston, Carolina, and the Flyers their last three games. Correct. All true. One on the road, two at home. The Bruins, the Knights have been going to places where the Bruins have lost. Like the Bruins lost at Ottawa, and the Knights won 5 4. Right. So the Bruins lost at Toronto. Knights win. Knights plus one and a half. Nice plus one and a half. What's Big the juice, juice on that? Though, right? Yeah, it's gonna be like minus one eighty. What's the juice on that? Oh, let's see. It's gotta be expensive. It's holy hell. Get plus one and a half goals. Um, that is a uh, minus two forty five. Oh. Minus two forty five. No, thank you. It's extremely expensive <laughs> to get to get that. Uh, Oilers are plus one forty at Tampa. Yeah. You agree with this line? 
Oilers just lost last night, right? I believe so. Back so, yeah. to back. Uh, no, wait. Only two teams are on back to back. I'm betting against both of them tonight. I thought Edmonton lost last night. Five four. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> tonight's Monday. Edmonton yep, lost five four yeah, last night to the Capitals. Yep. Okay. So then I got to look. I got to bet a third one ten because the Flames and the Blues are on back to backs, and the Oilers too. Yeah. That's why this is juiced a little bit extra. I'm not okay. saying it's right, but it's it's worth. Some guys make it ten cents. They build it into the price. Some guys a little bit more. Depends who's playing goalie. You get the backup sometimes on the second game rather than the first. Et cetera, et cetera. We'll, we'll, we'll have this conversation for sure and, and better to book it because you, you have to explain the Flyers Blues game to me. <laughs> Flyers, the Flyers Blues game makes no sense. No, not at all. Not even in the least. I don't understand it. It's, I don't, a team on a seven game losing streak is a favorite. What the hell on a back to back? Like, wh- wh- what, are we, what are we doing? The line is wrong. Just yeah. take the Flyers and move on. That's the th- that's going to be the discussion. Some people will refuse to believe what's right in front of their eyes, Matthew, on a, even so. a day like today, that there's elections and all this other stuff. We see stuff every day. We, we're involved with people. We're talking to people. People are selling us shit every single day. Not there's just being so you. Much, there's so much snow falling right now in Mount Charleston. It's insane. I just saw a picture of it. It's like coming down like a, it's like Edmonton right now. With how, how much it, how much it's snowing. Snow it could, yeah. It's it's coming I'm down. One hard. exit away from that. Yeah, in in eight thousand feet. <laughs> like well, yeah, well, right up at the top of Mount Charleston, but there, there there a big a big difference in 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 you know height versus distance right i don't know so we'll we'll, we'll get to All that right, we'll here, to here, here, here yep. in, in, in better to book it okay one quick question on yep. this yep did you see this story about a guy who ate a full rotisserie chicken for 40 days people in philadelphia the, gathered I was at the marshall lynch store yesterday and they have take care of your chicken shirts had i seen this before i would be put i would have that shirt on right now in honor of this story could you do it a full rotisserie chicken for 40 days in a row. I don't even know why this is a story. This isn't that impressive to me. Like this is impressive to you? No. Like look at this. Look at the people who came out to celebrate this guy. This guy has 42,000 followers on Twitter. It just goes to prove you can do anything you want on social media and make shit up and do whatever. 42,000 days. 42,000 followers on Twitter are following this guy's journey to eat a full chicken for 40 days in a row. I like, like chicken. Was, like if he was eating like a stick of butter, like a full stick of butter every day for 40 days. Okay. That's, that sounds My, terrible. Yes. Right. It has to be terrible. Eating a full chicken every day is terrible. I mean, can like Wade Boggs, on it? Wade Boggs, do whatever you want to it. You can do it like 15 different ways. You can grill it, barbecue it. You can deep fry it. You can do whatever the hell you want to it. There's no standard. Is you eat the full chicken for 40 days? This is not impressive to me. I don't understand why people actually news stories in Philadelphia. This guy is now famous in Philly. This guy he finishes it. He does a fucking victory lap. He's running around with the thing. He's like, hey, look at me. Like, I don't understand why this is a story. Why I don't is this either. A, 
Why is this a big accomplishment? I thought there was more to it. I opened it up and I'm like, the guy ate chicken every day for 40 days. A full chicken. I, a full, that's fine. Okay. Not so, just a chicken, a full chicken. He ate all of it. Ate the entire bird. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> again, I'm like, yeah. Kind of just seems cruel to chickens. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I know. That's the, between that and the lack of variety. What's the big deal? I don't know. I find this to be very interesting. I was like, what am I missing on this? I was like, why is this such a big story? It's everywhere. Man eats whole a whole chicken 40 days in a row. And then he what, stopped. Like, why didn't he go could, further? 41. What would you eat? What what would you struggle to eat for 40 days in a row? Struggle to eat? Yeah. Like what what food item of mass quantity? Like, could you eat an apple pie every day for 40 days? I'm not a big apple pie guy. Okay. No. I mean, am I getting something for it at the end? No. You're getting, you're getting the standing I, mean, I could eat anything for 40 days in a row, except like the food that I hate with a passion the most yeah. is liver. Liver? Any I type could, of liver? I, yeah, I just, pig, pig liver, cow liver, liver, liver. Zero liver. I couldn't do it. I couldn't Beef. eat it for two days in a row. I, I, haven't, I haven't had liver. I've had oh, once in tastes, my life I tasted it. It's a terrible. It tastes like metal. It's so shit. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, bad. But like, could I Got eat it. pizza 40 days in a row? Probably. Could 100%. 40 days in a row? Probably. 100%. Chicken, easy. Fish, easy. Ooh. Fish, oh, oh, you couldn't eat fish. What type? What type of fish? Like a full like salmon? Ra- like a salmon full ram- uh, Could you eat a full rainbow trout every day for forty days? Can I sprinkle stuff on it, make it taste a little bit different? Yes, of course. Absolutely, I could do it. Wow, it's a mindset at that point, right? Yeah, it's you tell be- me, I'm gonna do this celebration. Like when I did the sixty day challenge. Yeah, with the, with the um, raw fitness was the, the company. Yeah, yep. they give you this meal plan. Right. You eat the same shit for sixty days, pretty much. Yeah. Well, because then you're eating for fuel, not for fun. Correct. And after, no joke, that's the first time in my life I ever did it. Mm. After ten days, I was ready to rip everybody's head off. Yeah, it's hard. My body hard. was de like. Yep. Uh, uh, detoxing and yep of it's normal food and taste and all this other stuff <laughs> but once you get past that like i know i did it and yeah, i lost 21, 21 days is what it takes basically you can once you get to the 21 day mark that second week p roll i wanted to bad, choke bad. somebody i yep. was like this i can't do this i kept saying to jessica i can't this is this i want to eat something oh. else it's and a routine like, we're almost there yeah, it's a mental thing once you get into it. It's true. I mean, it's it's once we got there, it was fine. So I think anything is there something that you would not be able to do? Like, um, did you eat an apple pie every day for 40 days? Yes. You like apple if, pie that much? No, I could, I could eat anything basically for 40. If you told me what was at the end, like just for fun, right. I would never What's do it. What's at the I end? Like, exactly. What the hell's I at need the to end? I could do it. So like I did the push-up challenge where I did 50 push-ups a day for 30 days to raise money. Right. 
Look at that. Like if you give me a reason why I'm supposed to go and do it. So like, Hey, I'll give a check for $5,000 to your favorite charity. If you eat an apple pie every day for 40 days. Okay. Like I'll suffer through it and do it. But just to like get someone's applause or follow me on Twitter. No, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing that. If you want to sponsor the show, I'll eat it. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on in. Right. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Come on in. I mean, you want to, you got a restaurant or you got a food or something. I'll eat Oof. it for I'll eat it for 30 days straight. Tweet about it. Do you know this chip have your kids talked about the hot chip challenge to you at all yet? No. Okay. We'll talk about that some other time. Madeline's obsessed with it. It's all over YouTube, I guess. It's the hottest. Like the chip comes in like this like sealed, amazing thing. It's the hopefully the hottest chip on the planet. It's one bite, it's one chip. I dismissed it. When I heard it, I was like, don't do that. <laughs> All the kids want to do it. Madeline wants to do it. I'm like, there's no way you won't even be able to. Closes it, choke like it's hot. It's too hot. It's bad news. It's ghost pepper, ghost pepper dust they put on it, and it's yeah. You ever do the wing contest? You ever try to eat the hottest wings? You ever see? No, I don't. I love spice. I don't like nuclear stuff. I don't like it to be obscene. Like I use an aardvark sauce. It's called secret aardvark sauce. It's phenomenal, but it's the spiciest thing I've ever had in my life. And I've worked my way up into being able to eat it on barbecue. It's phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Whole Foods has it. Michael Simon, the chef, turned me on to it. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But it's really, really spicy. It's as as spicy as I go. I use like literally a quarter size, like a a little dollop of it on. That's it. It's plenty spicy to take. I just looked down at the chat. These guys are putting in foods and stuff that. That eat. Ah, uh, that they that might be tough. They come up with some good ones. Yeah, mayonnaise. How about a jar of mayonnaise a day for forty days? Well, Meezy Gaming said catfish. Can you eat catfish every day for forty days? I wouldn't like that. I don't really like. You can fry it. You can do it. You can fry it. Yeah. Beef tongue. It. No. Beef tongue is awful. That That's thanks awful. Gorov. That's that tastes like liver. Beef tongue tastes like liver. It's disgusting. I've had it once. Did you eat awful. spaghetti for forty days straight? Yeah, I almost did in college. <laughs> yeah, I almost pulled that. Out. Yeah, it's easy. That's not hard. So, sports grade. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow, new time, midnight now, Eastern time, nine p.m. Pacific time. We are on Sports Grade TV, SportsGrade.com. You guys live on Twitter and YouTube. Don't move more with BVB. All right, Omaha Take Steaks searing hot take of the day. <laughs> This, this is this is no joke. Like we do the best thing about today, but I look forward to when you send it the email. I scroll down to the first thing and look at is the searing hot take of the day. So today, Omaha by Steaks. Meat. By the way, BVB at checkout. We've got uh, one week left of this uh, very special fifty percent off the entire site, friends and family site sale going on right now. OmahaSteaks.com. BVB at checkout. Buy the meat as we talk about all the time. It makes so, a great gift, by the way. Yeah, it does, actually. For My brother holidays. Doug can't wait to get this thing. Ooh. Should, should arrive next week, I guess they told me. The, on, it, on it, the it makes a great gift, and it's also like the way that they ship it is perfect. Like right, it comes in a right. big, giant styrofoam cooler with a block of dry ice. Like the, the, the first time I got it, I was out. I was at my bro's house, and... I like rushed home. I'm like, I got this crate of meat sitting on my front porch. I got, <laughs> nah, I got to make sure I get to it. it. It could have sat there for two days. It would have been. Fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's right. wrapped up and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's FedEx all... too. They, they do it right. It's good. 
It's good stuff. Yeah. It comes right to your door, sits on your door for whenever you want it. So it's good stuff. All right. This is nuts. Hartford. Of course it's Connecticut. Cause oh, why, shit. why else would it, of course it would be at this in, in this state. Hartford. The head coach of Hartford resigned yesterday. They opened the season today. Oh, oh, they didn't play it. Okay. They didn't play it. They opened tomorrow. John Gallagher resigned yesterday. The Hawks play Sacred Heart tonight. Gallagher is mad for a variety of reasons. One, Hartford is moving from D1 to D3. Not happy about that. He's accusing Hartford of breach of contract on multiple fronts, including the school neglecting to send an athletic trainer with the team to a recent scrimmage in which a player got hurt. And there was no trainer there to take care of the player because the school didn't send him to that. It's uncomfortable when somebody gets hurt and there's not a trainer there, though. I get. Have that. you ever seen this before where a coach walks, a D1 college basketball coach walks the day before the season starts? No. This is crazy. It's really unfair to the kids. I got to say that. I mean, you didn't know you wanted to quit before? You waited right before the day the season starts? That's uh, a man of principle or a man of FU. That either, I would say the latter. That's either the way, latter. right? Like, that's like, man, I got to do something. Ain't nobody listening to my concerns. Fuck this place. I'll that's play. what it is. Yes. Now, if he, he takes another job. His, the, the last paragraph that he wrote, he said, I have witnessed the profound deterioration of this once proud institution under the current administration. In the current era, enrollment is plummeting. Staff morale has never been lower. Students uh, are suing the university, and the university is systematically dismantling its, its athletic programs. <laughs> Honestly, it's been painful to watch. However, my pleas for intervention have not been have been have, uh, have not been ignored, but the administration's response have been marginal have marginalized me further, and to dismantle the support system in place to protect the team. Accordingly, mm. I can only concur that I will be a greater assistance to the players outside of the university than continue to be the head coach under these untenable conditions. Wow. <laughs> So yes, wow. it's, it's the latter. It's 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 the screw you. Did he? You <laughs> think he wrote that himself, or did he no. have help with the lawyer? This is a lawyer. This is a this is lawyer up is, because it starts by saying, "I have communicated as I've communicated on numerous occasions, both directly and through my counsel. The University of Hartford has not only breached the material terms of my contract, mm. but has consistently and repeatedly undermine the men's basketball program to the point where player safety and well-being has been jeopardized. Mm. Lawyer speak. <laughs> no doubt about that. He lawyered up and he is going at them hard. Wow. I just he feel bad for the kids, man. He didn't get a raise. He's probably pissed off. He's using all this other stuff. They go from D1 to D3. They probably didn't tell them they were doing that. But D3 next year. So it's still D1 now, but it's coming. D3, oh, the move so, D3 is coming. Oh, so he got. Oh. And Hartford wasn't bad in America East. I mean, that conference, I was the voice of, for a little while, I did UMass Lowell basketball. And when I was the GM in New Hampshire, 
I, I called UMass Lowell basketball games. The first year they went D1 and they joined America East. We were doing select games and that was the voice of the of the of the Hawks. That was the last time I did play by play for a team was in America East. They played Hartford, they played Boston University, they played a bunch of teams in America East. And it's I mean, it's like a step up from high school. Like it's not that like <laughs> the right. jump up is right. The talent's a lot high, but you're in like Boston University's gym is is not nice. It's tiny. It seats like 2,000 people. I felt like I was in my high school gym at Boston University. It's a raised court. It's a like you walk up the court. Is, oh, you know, oh, it's, it's upstairs. Okay, okay. it's okay. like one of those buildings that like you walk oh. in. You're like, am I in a YMCA? You're like, oh wait, I'm where BU okay. plays basketball. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not, and that's what kind of what. Hartford is and what America Stony Brook, like these tiny New England schools that play D1 basketball in name only. They're the 16 seed that takes on the one seed in the tournament. Always. They're always, always the 16. <laughs> Never a 15 seed. They get their doors kicked in every tournament just for the fun of it. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's who um, Hartford is. Wow. That's uh that's pretty interesting. With all of that context, like where does this guy go? Probably like another, I mean, I'm assuming either to like a bench of a larger school who would be an assistant coach somewhere. Like some head coach right. will come in and like what he we'll did. Say, hey, yeah. That, come on like in. There. Come yeah, on so in. he'll give him a job. But I mean, but I think also he'll be in, in a lawsuit for a while with the university. So mm. maybe settlements or something, but he's going for a payday. That's for sure. <laughs> Must have been bad, bad. It's Hartford. So what can you expect? You know, it's it's Connecticut. So, you know, Hartford. <laughs> it's par for the course. Any chance this show gets the shit <laughs> on Connecticut, we take it. Yep. There we go. Better to book it time. Let's go. Uh, over 50 and a half Ohio in Miami tonight. Mm. You already said you wanted under. Ohio's offense and their crap defense gets us there. All right, we'll book it. Oh, we're 50 and a half. Okay. Devils money line laying minus 123 against the Flames tonight in the NHL. Number has spiked. It's now minus 146. Yeah, what'd you do? You laid what? Minus 123. Last night? Yep. Yeah, you did. Look, there's the opening number to one place. Wow. Circa was minus 123 last night. We're betting this. Devils are pretty good. At home, they're great. They score goals. They get Calgary I mean, on a back-to-back. Yeah. We're nine and three. The, both these games, I don't understand. They're nine and three. Devils are four and two at home. Calgary is one oh and one on the road, but Calgary has lost six straight games. I mean, what is going on? How is only minus one twenty three at the open or five straight games? Sorry, five straight losses. Four of them at home, and, and one of them to New Jersey at home, and now they're on the road at New Jersey, oh, starting a New two game road trip. Calgary last week, right? Four three in overtime. Yeah, I was. I watched the. I watched the third period of that. New Jersey's can skate, man. They're good. Got a lot of young kids. Um. Listen, again, sometimes you can't get off of the preseason numbers and the power ratings and all this stuff. And then the lines are just off. They're just the Devils off. have won one, two, three, four, five, six straight games. They're on a six-game winning streak? 
Uh-huh. Against a five-game losing streak, and the number opened up at minus 123. I was like, how on a back-to-back for Calgary? I was like, okay. Like, I don't understand, but don't I'm not going to argue. Don't forget, yesterday in a book was chaos with all those college basketball games. They might have okay. just thrown these numbers up. Might have been off. I like your position. Devils. Bet it. So then, if that's the case, explain how in the living fuck are the Flyers ha- couple- plus 110 darts at home against the St. Louis Blues? Uh, St. Louis is three and seven on the year. Yes. They have lost seven straight effing games. Correct. And they are favored on the road on a back to back against the Flyers, who, by the way, aren't that bad. They're not great. But they're not that bad. They're three, one and one at home. They're six, three and two so far. And they won their last game on the road at Ottawa. I got six, plus money on the Flyers. Three and two on the season. Yeah. <laughs> and seven straight losses for the St. Louis Blues. No brainer. So I mean, general I, if I lose, I lose. Play. It's fine. But like just on, you know, I, I told just the picks last night, both these bets are straight, just principal plays. These are GPP yeah. general principle. These numbers don't make any it's sense. Not. I'm just betting it based on the numbers. That's it. There's no other reason why I'm betting it other than I don't understand what you're doing right now. This doesn't make any sense to me. This game closes pick. It's a pick now, isn't it? It's minus 120. Actually, it's even money on the flyers right now. Yeah. Minus 120. It's consensus. Yeah. I mean, although bet online is down to minus 113 plus 102. Okay. <laughs> that tells you what you need to know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I can't explain the line. It's wrong. Simple. <laughs> I'd come in today and go, who the fuck made the fucking blues favor? <laughs> who did that? Was that you? Was that you? Did you not look at the numbers? Like, make it a pick them and let them bet the shit out of the blues. We want to need the Flyers tonight. Hell yeah. Odd deal. Hart probably starting in net. He's 6-0. and oh. <laughs> Corey Hart 6-0? and oh? Yes. You see what you missed understand. when you got all this baseball going on? The Flyers are 6-0. and oh. Corey Hart 6-0 and oh at home? No, he's 6-0, oh, period. 6-0. and oh. Okay, 6-0, and oh, period. That is, that is, listen. I'm not he's ready six zero oh, and two. He he has two overtime losses. He, I'm not ready. Six zero oh, and two. Every sport. One point nine seven goals against average. Yeah. It's probably going to be grease greasy in that it was zero and two with a three point two eight ERA uh, goals against average. I just come on. <laughs> this I don't understand. I, 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 I don't understand. I don't Somebody understand. Chat, lot. Come in and tell us. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know either. Just two principal plays I made. Again, they lose, they lose, but it's just bad number. Solid, bad bad number. Both numbers are didn't like, oh, you want to give me plus money on the flyers tonight with this not with what's going on? Okay. I mean, yes, I think maybe the books were asleep. That's possible. <laughs> Favorite thing about today, what? Well, you and Farah understand. One thing arrived today. I could breathe a little bit. That's good. That's my one favorite thing about today. So that's good. <laughs> good. Um, and then we'll figure the rest out. Talk to Rod. Talk to some other people. We got 
You did, Doctor Rod. Two and a half hours. Two and a half. How do you tell me it's on the show? How do you just tell me this on the show? <laughs> this was late last night. I was don't text me and just say, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Rod." Uh, two two and a half hours last night. It's typical for you. Yeah, I got I got the whole lowdown, but that's a whole other thing. Okay. Favorite thing about today is this. Um, we got a lot of people watching and listening to the show, and I talked about Sharon yesterday watching the show and the best thing about today and all these things. I got four direct messages last night and this morning from the show, people listening to it or watching it saying, keep doing what you guys are doing. And I really appreciate when you tell these stories and the things about your lives and and more so than the picks, more so than the games. And because like one guy sent it to me and said, that's crazy. You know, I had uh, an aunt who used to say stuff like that. Nice. And it made them think of them. Yeah. So the responses and the emails and the texts and the DMs and the retweets and all the stuff from the show are the best thing about today for mm. me. Because, again, we all got stuff going on. We all got things happening. And when you can kind of just meet in the middle on a day like today, on election day and voting and all these things, you're going to see all this shit go away. Yay. I hope not. Like, I hope some people were able to just kind of get together. But like, yeah, but vote I want the want once the political stuff goes away, I'm tired of having to fast forward on YouTube, all the political ads for my damn kid. It's really Doesn't annoying. Stop. Doesn't stop, stop. it. I mean, I watched us on Sports Grid yesterday. Jumped in there. Told you, nine, an hour, nine ads, an hour. Like, come on, guys. And then the other things, best thing about today is that the kids are home, and I think we're going to all go eat breakfast slash lunch right after the show. I hope so. Uh, My favorite thing about today popped on my Twitter timeline just randomly, and if you haven't seen it, it's, it's Dick Vitale today. I don't know why my grandfather just came at me so vividly, but there's very few people you and I have joked around about how we talk with our hands. Always. I, and I do too. I talk with my hands all the time. But, my, uh-huh. but the way that Dick Vitale in this video is talking about, he, he, he's doing this, this, this thing. My grandfather used to do this all the time. Whenever he was pleading with someone, he, he, he would, he would have this, this, this conversation that he would just go and do that. And, and Dickie keeps on doing this. He's talking about pr- passion and pride and finding it in your life. And that college basketball is filled with kids who represent the universities with pride and passion. And that it's a lesson for all of us in life to go and attack. And this is a guy who hasn't been able to speak for t- basically two years now because of throat cancer. His first game is coming up on the 15th of November. And it just, I, I heard my grandfather so much in my head and the, the, just the way that he used to say Matthew to me and he used to go, Matthew, you telling me? You're telling me the Patriots? And we just get in this like football conversation and I'm listening to Dick Vitale and I'm like, it's just really sweet to hear a guy who looks like, my grandfather looked like Dick Vitale, bald Italian dude, short mm-hmm. little guy. Joseph DeQuattro was speaking to me this morning and I was like that. And I want to thank Dick Vitale. My favorite thing about today was that watching Dick Vitale do that, thinking of my grandfather and going like, you know, I don't think about my family all that much. People who have left us and I've lost all four of my grandparents. I don't think about them all that often. So it's nice when something sparks my mind and makes me remember them. 
But that hand motion, I was just like, I was a 10 year old kid again, <laughs> listening to my grandfather holding court and, 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 and just do, doing what he used to do. He's like, Matthew, come here. He's like, you come here. Like, we got to have a conversation. He'd like whisper very quietly in my ear and mm-hmm. always have some profound life lesson. Right. Like, you go over here and you listen to me right here on this. Okay. Like, uh-huh. this is how this is going to go. And uh-huh. he 100% Italian, you know, second generation, dad was off the boat. And just interesting tidbits on life and things that I never really, I was like, yeah, whatever, grandpa. Like I just sort of like <laughs> ignored it and just never really caught in my brain. And it's just funny. I'm standing in line today to vote and I'm looking around and I'm going to myself. I'm like, I'm the youngest person in line. Oh, and, I go, for sure. I, I, and I know it's where I live. I know I live in, you know, in Summerlin, which has a lot of retirement right. communities. So right. I, I, I'm around a lot of older people who come to Vegas to retire, but I'm like, you know, this sucks. <laughs> I was oh. like, we, we shouldn't, I get frustrated, but with young people who are disenfranchised, who are angry, who are mad at variety, a variety of things. But there's a woman who was standing behind me from South Africa who was probably 60 years old and she's sitting in this line and she wasn't born here. She's a naturalized citizen, been here for 30 years and she's in line and I'm going like, you know, where's the 25 year old kid? Like, where's the kid? We're voting for your future. What we do right now is going to impact you. These old people here are voting for their reasons and their own interests as well. But what they vote for is going to impact you. Right. And it just, it just, it always frustrates me. I just, I just get, I, I want more people to feel more empowered to understand that your vote at 18 is, is as valuable as this 65 year old. It's the same as one vote, one person. Our country's built on this stuff. Like this is what we are. I don't care if voting right, left, center, whatever. I don't care. Just the idea, the practice of voting, people died for this across the world. People have fought for what we have and we just say, fuck it. That doesn't matter. Right. People just, they just blow it off. It doesn't matter. We know these fucking politicians, whatever. It's like, you know what? I get the anger. I get the frustration, but it's, you're born into the greatest country in the world. Like, do you, and we're like, you got to understand that what we have done, we're not perfect. We're flawed. We're fucked up right now more than ever. But our system in the last 250 years is the best this world has ever seen from humans. And everyone has wanted to copy us. And we're constantly trying to tear it down instead of making it better. And the only way you make it better is by being an active participant in the process. That's how we make it better. So it just, if you're on the fence today, I know the weather sucks. I, I get all of it. But like, seriously, like your vote matters especially in some of these races in Pennsylvania, in Nevada, these races are coming down to two or 3000 votes. Right. Like razor margins. We're talking about in terms of different people, educate yourself, figure something out. And some of these propositions that are being passed are going to dramatically impact your life. You don't even know it. Things that are getting written into the state constitution that could impact you one day that matter. So like, I don't know. I'm very passionate about voting and very passionate about being involved and just educating yourself and you don't have to share it. Keep it yourself. You don't, you don't feel comfortable telling people about it. It's fine. No one knows what you vote. You go in that booth by yourself, get the little card, you know, you do your thing. It's easy. Takes you 15, 20 minutes. I was in and out in 30 minutes today to do it. Different States have different places. I, I get it. You know, some places it's hard to vote and it's long lines and I get it. And it sucks. And I, and I appreciate every person that does that doing your American duty, but it's just something that makes us very unique in this world that we have this at 18 to vote. So 
Mikey Awesome said, vote BVB 2022. That's what SoCal DJ said. If you have a blank space, write in BVB. You be go. pretty good, right? That'd be great. All of a sudden, we're the mayor of some small town in Minnesota. <laughs> like, town hey, the winner is all um, the time. BVB. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> That'd be great, right? Be fun. All right, guys, we are hit the like button, subscribe button, all the Please. fun stuff. Leave reviews, do all the cool stuff for us. We're back on a Wednesday. More Maction tomorrow. Let's go. College basketball tomorrow. Let's go. <laughs> He's Dave. I didn't I'm even back. mention Creighton. Let you off the hook. Why? You should have said it. I was wrong. They won by 12. They didn't lose. It's in cover. You can W's, the, baby. You can put the parade oh. on hold. Well, out of the top 10, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about tomorrow. That tomorrow. Tomorrow here on BBB. So.